Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show. Live from the big studio here at WIP at Odyssey. And uh, I just asked my co-host who that was. Because I have... Oh, my God. <laughs> that was my sister? Yeah. Somebody went out and got my old sister and my brother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Al, this could be a rough couple of shows. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, good luck to you. Yeah, no, good luck to you. Good luck to you. I am, I am the passenger on this motorcycle. You are not a passenger. <laughs> you're, a, you're the future of yeah. WIP. You just got a new five-year deal. Uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, I believe what you're going to hear over the next eight hours is pretty remarkable radio eight based hours. on the work that has been done for today and for tomorrow. Al, that's eight hours? Oh, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Al, Al's not going to be here for all eight. Come on. You can't ask that much. No. It's only the last two shows. Right. Uh, here's the thing now, all right? And uh, I just want to say this before we start. You're going to hear stuff on this show, much of which was gathered. These are kind of like tributes and stuff to the show that was gathered by uh, Cindy Webster. You are going to hear names coming in and out of our breaks today and tomorrow. And you will think that it's Joe Conklin who has made up these voices. She got people who I know for an absolute fact, Al, loathe me. Okay. Despise me. Oh, they talked to Al? And they came on and they said nice things. Oh, nice. But I know different. (laughs) And, And I appreciate the effort made by Cindy and all these people to tweak the truth on my final days here. But I got to tell you something. I'm just going to start with this. Uh, Al, I'm not going to be good at this. Okay. I'm not good at this because uh, I'm so well, You got to find another career then. Here's the other problem. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not good at, at ending things when I still have unfinished business. Okay. And I, and I said to my wife, how can I go on and be warm and fuzzy? When I have really been able to do that anyway, and I am in the current mindset that I am in. And, Al, is it also a good idea mm-hmm. to go to war with the people that are taking your place, all the hosts that remain here, because they have come out with an insultingly stupid take on the biggest game in the past five years? Well, what do you do with that? Well, do you just let that slide because it's the end, or do you go nuts? No, nah, burn the bridge and I'm coming back over the br- it. Al, you are right. Thank you for giving that. <laughs> what are they going to do? I'm, fire you, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen? Yeah, I know this is warm and fuzzy, and it's the end of an era and all this stuff. And uh, thank you for all the kind words. I'm not done bitching. All right, I am not. 
I, ladies and gentlemen, over the past two days while I pondered the future without radio and looked back on what I witnessed last Sunday, I realized that I have developed absolutely zero tolerance, zero, for the tributes being made to the man that ruined the whole season and blew the Super Bowl, Jonathan Gannon. Mm. And the, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that when I left the year Tuesday, he had not yet gotten officially gotten the Arizona job, that you would use his hiring by a moronic organization that apparently, I guess the game was blacked out in Phoenix. It must have been. They didn't see the game. And if if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you are out there, and I know how many emails I've got and I'm still getting in, in absolute frustration with the way the defense played, particularly the second half of the Super Bowl, Ruining an amazing season. If anyone at this station or anyone we bring on, and we got a couple of these guys today, who want to build a case for what a terrific job Jonathan Gannon did, do me a favor. Do not insult the fans of this city with that ignorance. Because it's ignorance. And we have literally booked. There's going to be a lot of people here today. We're in the big room. There'll be a lot of sponsors coming in, friends of the show, et cetera, et cetera. You'll hear some of them on the air. But I'm telling you, we booked two people. I believe the first one is coming in. And and it's going to be really not the kind of an ending you want. Hmm. Elliot Sharpox is coming on at 7. Elliot. At 8. I'm sorry, at 8. Marcus Hayes coming on at 7. They are both regular contributors to our show. And they are both insane. They are both certifiably nuts. Well, they'll be successful. Now, in all honesty, how do you sell to a city in the pain this city is in right now Mm -hmm. that the one man more than any other that ruined the season and the Super Bowl is actually, well, in the words of uh, Marcus Hayes, losing him is catastrophic. What? Yes, he said that. Yes. Gannon? And and Elliot Shaw Parks will do testimonials. You'll think they're at a Jonathan Gannon testimonial dinner. Mm. To the man that ruined our lives this week. This week. Yes. I'm not saying forever. <laughs> and, and I already know that I will never get over the loss on Sunday. No. Do you realize that? Yeah. Even without a mic in front of me, I'm not getting over it. No. This is all those other games we talked about earlier in the week, the, the uh, Joe Juravicious. Yes. This is the same thing. This is the defense that so fell apart that it ruined that, the talent on that defense and the way they completely flopped. And to hear people out there, not the fans, almost no fans. Zero. All right. No, come out on our station and all over the country and tell you what a brilliant defensive mind Jonathan Gannon is, you're a moron, all right? You didn't even watch the game. You were watching the game and trying to come up with excuses even before it was over. Please explain the two identical plays. It's, uh, the two identical plays. <laughs> Rhea, if nothing else, if you wanted to take a hot take and go, you know what, I'm going to go the other way on this and have some fun. I'm going to tell people that it wasn't Gannon's fault. There's no way to explain two touchdowns on players that were totally not covered. No. On the same play, you got burned out in October. Same play. Please don't do that. Don't insult the intelligence. Not of me. My intelligence is pretty much gone by now. I'm talking about the intelligence of the fears of the city. Don't you do that. Don't you. 
yeah. the cameras. He, I believe he's a, a Gannon guy. No, actually, uh, uh, he and John. John has been all week saying right. he better he better uh, um, account for himself, Gannon. Okay, that, you he know, still that, hasn't. A great comment by Sealski pointed out how he hid from everyone. By the way, they're introducing Where is the camera? Today. Where is my replacement? No, they, they, uh, they are not happy with the okay, way he Okay, uh, all right, good. You guys are safe. Uh, Marks, where are we with him? I, I don't know. My understanding, listening to them, is that he is not the sole reason or the main reason. Shame! Shame on you! There's radio? Shame on you! There's, there's radio after 10? <laughs> Come Morgan. on, Al. Right. Uh, there better be because you're going to be doing it. <laughs> you got a five-year deal. All right, uh, let me get to a uh, couple of these cuts. Just so you know, are we in pain? Damn right we're in pain. We're not the only one. Uh, this podcast with Travis Kelsey yesterday, Jason Kelsey described what he feels right now. Mm-hmm. For me, it's feeling worse, to be honest with you, as the game gets further away. Not to be like uh, a downer. You know, as you get further removed, you know, you can't help but, you know, think about the plays that, you know, could have been. Not to be melodramatic, but this is part of the grieving process. And uh, it sucks. You know, I don't think I've slept much. He's not alone. Uh, no. <laughs> I've used medication, so I'm fine. But most oh. people, <laughs> Al, the plays keep, these are the kind of losses where the plays keep running in your mind for weeks. For, for more than weeks, sometimes months or years. They just keep running in your mind. I keep seeing the flag, and I, like, wake up. Oh, my God, the flag again. Mm-hmm. Here we go with Carl Jeffers. I, wow. It's just the whole thing. But here's the biggest thing. This is your smokingest smoking gun. We are not devotees of analytics. No. But they are able now in this world mm-hmm. to break things down the way we have never been able to break things down before. Mm-hmm. And Shiel Kapati, a very, very good beat reporter who covers the Eagles and is a master of analytics. Been doing it for a long time. He came out on his podcast with numbers that are so damning about what that defense did on Sunday. The ringer. That, that, and and re- explain to me okay. what they're incorporating. They're incorporating the exact situation, and they're spanning 400 games since the year 2000. One of the stats you'll hear is uh, EPA. It stands for Expected Points Added. So basically, it's, it's what the NFL uses to measure how good offenses and defenses are. are. So basically, they take into account field position. So, you know, it's easier to stop an offense at your own 10 than it is in the red zone. Basically, what it comes down to is how did the defense perform compared to other defenses that were put in the same position? Right. Mm. And this is 400 games, 400 Eagles defense. Correct. And listen to Sheil explain to you how bad the defense was. You know, if you have friends out there and they're saying, no, Mahomes beats everyone, Mahomes is great against everyone, I just want you to give you some numbers Eagles have played 400 games since 2000. That defensive performance, with the stakes at their highest, that defensive performance ranked 391st (laughs) in EPA per drive and 395th in defensive success rate. Think of all the crappy, freaking, no-talent defenses the Eagles have had in that span. Can you process that? So I'm just, Al, help me here, because you're better at spotting fools and pantsing them. Okay. When somebody comes out after that yeah. and offers a really staunch defense for the way the defense was coached, mm-hmm. other than the number, do you need anything else? Isn't that as damning as you could be? 
That's... All the bad seasons? Nobody performed. Almost no, none well, of the teams performed as badly it, as the defense did what, in that game. What it is is Chris Sims light. They have an opinion. Yeah. And they're not going to be swayed by anything. Regardless of what happened. No. They were all opinion. evidence to the all, contract. All, if you, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what previously was said or written right. all the time. But I got to think that they backed this throughout. Right. And they're not going to be wrong. So, <laughs> That's well, uh, you know what? Stupid is, stupid does. If, you're, if your take is that Gannon was in any way a hero this season or that Gannon did not, was not the number one reason that you did not have a parade today in Philadelphia, you need to re-educate your brain because you're wrong. There's one guy. Well, Look, there's other people. I'm not saying he's the only one, but I'm saying there's the guy whose job it was to slow down, if not stop Mahomes, and he couldn't have failed more spectacularly. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, it's pretty Four simple. Four touchdown would have happened, but the guy slid down at the one. I know well, a, yeah, it would have happened. A because, lot of the people yeah. who are defending him are yeah. saying it's not him, it's the players. Yeah. They're, no, uh, see, they tried that last year. Last year, last year, what we were told was he didn't have the players. Yeah. So this year, he had the players. Now come up with another excuse. Yeah, you're, you're wrong, all right? And I've said this to the, the few emailers who have tried to fight the other fight. No, you're wrong. I'm telling you, that guy, he will be in my mind till my last breath as the man that ruined 2022 season. He is the man. And the fact that he got a job at Arizona is laughable. It's laughable. It'll be hilarious watch him face plant in Atlanta, in, in, in the very place where he blew the Super Bowl. No, do you know one of the oh. takes on Gannon yeah. is that Gannon – will be a better head coach than he was a uh, defensive coordinator. Please. If uh, he's better stop. at anything, it'll be better than what he did in the Super Bowl in many exactly. games. Exactly. Rhea, I would have rather propped up a cardboard cutout of Buddy Ryan and had the cardboard co- coach them. <laughs> it couldn't have been worse. Let's go to the phones. We're going to Santa Barbara, California to kick it off. Jack's out of line. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Angelo. I called, got up to say... Uh, so long to you, and let you know, uh, Glenn Macnow has my email, and if you come out here, I'm taking you to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Santa Barbara, what, what are you there? Are you North uh, California? Uh, no, no, no. I'm only 80 miles north of L.A. Oh, yeah. okay. I- I'll yeah. probably be out there soon, and if somebody's giving me free stuff, I'll definitely collect. Yeah, and as far as Gannon and Sunday, um, I think he was busy redecorating the stadium that he's going to work in because he wasn't paying attention to the football game that was going on in the second half of of the Super Bowl. I I thought I was watching a high school defense. That, That was crazy. It looked like a Chinese fire drill. Hey, uh, Jack, I'm not sure we use that term anymore, but Jack, just ha- help me with something. I'm sure you will encounter people that have a different take than us. How do you handle it without becoming violent? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying today. I could say the headlines later today, Cataldi pried off, hands are around the throat of Elliot Trump. He is coming here. I know he is. And, and John said, your job is to pry my cold hands Away from his neck. He'll have a stylish turtleneck on. (laughs) Hey, Angelo, you always get the last word. 
No, Jack, I love that you call, man, and uh, be well out there. I appreciate it. West Coast, I'm sure I'll explore that at some juncture. 215-592-9494. If you're out there, you want to argue the case, forget it. I like to hear it, but I cannot be held responsible for my reaction. When we come back, Mm -hmm. we will have our question of the day. It's a big one. And also, I'm going to give you the schedule for our last two shows because – there's cool. going to be a lot packed in. Those, all those uh, voices you're hearing coming in and out of breaks, those, we have a ton of them. And there are some that I just, uh, you will not believe these people said it because it cannot possibly be true. These are people that have hated me in sports here, Al, for many, many years, okay. pretending now they don't. <laughs> but we know the truth. <coughs> WIP 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Type 650. Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing is ready when you need them. If your heating system suddenly stops working in the middle of a cold night, you need expert help fast. Trust Horizon's top-rated technicians to get your home system back up and running. Horizon offers same-day repair services for every type of home heating system, with no emergency fees. That's right. A highly experienced technician will be there the same day, even nights and weekends, with no emergency service fees. Plus, Horizon has you covered with an industry-leading, up-to-two-year worry-free, full-coverage repair guarantee on both parts and labor. Horizon is ready when you need them. Guaranteed to have a truck arrive on time, fully stocked, with all the tools and parts to get your heating repair right. Call 800 800- 999-1995 or book in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. Brought to you by PDQ Signature Systems. Sixers built a 28-point lead over Cleveland. Watched it dwindle down to four with a minute and a half left before holding off the Cavs 118-112. Joel Embiid 29 became the fastest Sixer to ever hit the 10,000 mark in points. Embiid indicated he might sit out the All-Star Game. Well, later today, the Arizona Cardinals will introduce their new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. Of course, Eagles need new coordinators. Seems like they might be leaning to elevate quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson to offensive coordinator. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS, pdqpos.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. High is 66. It's currently 50. Looking to get engaged? Visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's around <laughs> six twenty-two or three. Our phone just, our, our clock just went out. That was uh, what I'll do here in an effort to help people. That was sincere because uh, Tom McCarthy is a great man, yes. and we have acknowledged for many years the terrific work he has done. It is his misfortune that he followed Harry Callis, yes. and at that point, otherwise he'd be a god in this town. I, I think he's terrific. He's, he's fantastic yeah. and unbelievably versatile. And I think we do have a good relationship, so that way he didn't have to make that up. No. <laughs> a lot of these people will have to make it up, just so you understand. All right, let me give you a couple of things here. You know, uh, oftentimes, uh, Joe Wechter has played this drop in us show because uh, it is a fact that I bring in a toaster, right? Right. That's why I bring in the toaster. 
<laughs> and, and I realized when I was uh, toasting my bagel today that it was the last time. I'm not having a bagel tomorrow. All right? Why? We all I'm find stealing that, yeah. a lot of the food that they what brought in from Wawa. In? In fact, I'm, I'm backing it's up. A good, a, that's a good spread. Go to Wawa, get good food. Glenn, bring the Tupperware. Bring the Tupperware. There's a lot of good stuff there. But uh, uh, it, it, so I am going to, uh, it is the, uh, it's a giveaway today among others. We have a Jalen Hurts jersey. Cool. We have other great stuff, a uh, Visa gift card. We don't need to do a contest. The lines are already filled. But I want to give you guys, this is our last contest ever. Okay. Ava's going to be the judge because <clears> she came up with it. And the contest is, name a extremely famous person that appeared on this show as a guest. Oh. All right? And let me tell you, there's some big na- I didn't realize how many big names are. Mm-hmm. There's some big names are on this show. Name one of them, and then Ava will pick the top four and, uh, and the f- eight, so add to the fifth prize. Yeah, fifth, because you're a toaster. It's an autographed Purple toaster. Yeah, it's an autographed purple toaster. Right. I am shocked that you have survived because the amount of times I've walked out with you with putting yeah. a knife I believe into the toaster the knife while in. it was plugged while in. While it was plugged in. Well, the plugged in part, it doesn't seem like that would make a difference. No. Okay. It's <laughs> okay. okay. a shame that toaster. You're going to have a ceremony and throw it in the scoople. Hey, but I've always wondered what I would look like if all my hair was sticking straight <laughs> that's out. Know. So maybe that's the way I would find that out. All right, Ava, what is our question of the day here? Well, it is brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary find new roads visit armandchevy.com to see armand's quality certified one owner low mileage pre-owned inventory do you think you'll ever get over the eagles loss in super bowl 57 yes or no 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 uh ria no al already (laughs) (laughs) by 10 30 he was done uh johnson no 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 Because the truth is, I don't think most of us will. It'll become a reference point, uh, the way Leon Stickle is a reference point. What do you think the reference point will be? Besides Gannon, I'm talking about a play in the game. Will it be the two identicals? It'll be the flag. Uh, You should see how many. See, the flag has never registered with me because the game was already lost at that point. Here's how obsessed a lot of the emails have been. They've been sending me in plays and photos of other infractions that were not called. A face mask sure. against Hurts. Oh, big one. The, the run by Mahomes was a hold on sweat. Yes. Major hold on oh, sweat. Oh, one of the pass plays, an offensive right. lineman was eight yards yeah. down the field before the pass Absolutely. was even thrown. Yeah. No, there were a ton of there infractions. They basically swallowed the whistle for the game, which is fine. But don't suddenly bring it out with yeah. the game on the line. That's the problem. Yeah. If you're going to call the game that way, they know what you're doing. That's fine. I think that's been more oh, the reaction nationally. It's the For right me, reaction. It's, the, it's the defense in those two plays. It's the right reaction. All right, let's go. Oh, one other thing. So here's the schedule for the next couple of days. There are going to be a lot of guests coming in today. Rhea said, like, the second half of our show will be like our old Christmas shows. We'll be bringing out a lot of people that you may recognize who have been contributors to our show. That'll be kind of today. It's more the public show. Tomorrow we're back in the studio, the little studio, and that's where we're going to play tons. I, I can't believe how much we actually have. Tons of, 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 of cuts of things that happened in our past <laughs> from the very first days. We have on Al, one of the first things we have, uh, uh, Brookie and I are interviewing Bob Clark. 
Okay. Oh, wow. And you remember Heath despised me? Yeah. And he has to tolerate me because he loved Brookie? Yeah, yeah. And I ask a question, and you can hear the way he answers it, that he still hates me. Yeah, you can call him today. <laughs> no, no they, that probably wouldn't matter either. I bet they didn't get him on these uh, this list of these people. Anyway, that's what's coming up. Today is more public, more kind of go. Tomorrow is more intimate with mm-hmm. a lot of the memories of our past. And one other thing I'm going to warn you about, in about an hour, we are going to play a final song by Joe Conklin. Ooh. We have been here for a lot of great songs. This, um, <clears throat> it's hard for me even now. It's so great. It, he nailed this is as good, if not the best song he ever wrote. He covers 33 wow. years in a minute and a half. Who is he and impersonating he, in this he, song? I, I'm the singer. And let me make this clear. I would not be able to sing it nearly as well as Conklin is. Absolutely brilliant. And you're going to hear it, and we're going to play it, I'll tell you right now, four times in the next two days. Because I'm proud. I'm I'm in debt to him that he came up with this as a final thing. That's stepping up. That's the opposite of Gann. Right. Right. If you want to look at it now, Conklin versus Gann. And a a A big moment. Two Irish guys walk into a bar. (laughs) Conklin walks out. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Let's go back to folks. Scott's out of life for Barrington. Hi, Scotty. Brother Angelo. Um, Once again, I just want to say thank you for your longevity. And I'm going to miss you, man. I'm sorry I never got a chance to come meet you guys a couple of times to get to the Brigada. Work didn't allow me, but I can remember winning a prize and you re an hour coming down the elevator and I met you guys and they met so many people, but um, I do remember that day and um, you're going to be missed, man. Um, love you, man. Well, love uh, you. Scott, first of all, I think I mentioned that uh, I have always loved you as a caller because you call very early and so many <laughs> other people do not do that. Uh, and I would give you my home number so you could keep calling me. But I'm going to be sleeping at the time that you normally would call in. Because that wouldn't work. But, Scott, let's, uh, are you ever going to get over what happened Sunday? Nah, nah, I'm, I'm not. Jonathan Gannon, his fingerprints is written all over it. People who don't think, they don't know football, then what, what game are they watching? I, 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 oh, my God, I'm so mad at him. He could care less. You could tell. He was no, thinking he got, about that Arizona job. He, he got promoted. He got promoted. It was one of the worst performances for a defense with the game on the line in the history of the Super Bowl. He got rewarded for it in the very city where he blew it. How is, what, what, what kind what, what, of a world do we live in? What do you tell your children? What do you say to the kids, Rhea, about the fact that there's no justice in this world? The crazy thing about it is that Super Bowl was completely irrelevant to him getting that job. There, I know was, it was. Uh, there was a thing yeah. by Albert Breer that right. he had developed a relationship with the new GM of the right. Arizona Cardinals over the past couple of years, and this guy had, had decided that he was going to be it. So did the ending of the game give them pause? No, irrelevant. Did they, did, they no. Talk, no, did they get together and go, wait, before we actually signed this stuff, do, are we worried about this? Well, let, let me the the um, Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator yeah. prior to the AFC championship loss, you know, which also ended with a flag guy getting hit out of bounds, which is bad. He had beaten Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs three straight times. Yeah, he was the other finalist. Wow! Yeah, see, that's when you really, that's when you're pouring salt in right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Scott, name me a famous person who called into our radio program. Um, who called in or who's been there live? Does it matter? Or Yeah, either one. Live, too. 
I'm going to say my man, Mr. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey, a very much a regular contributor the last few years to our show, and a great one as always. All right, up next is Nick. Hi, Nick. Good morning. And good morning, man. How are you? What do you got for me today, Nicky? And I just wanted to call. I met you about 15 years ago when I came to the studio and qualified for Wing Bowl 17 and 18. Oh. And uh, I became a daily listener, um, you know, after being in Wing Bowl, which I'm kind of embarrassed to say is one of the crowning achievements in my life so far. But um, I moved to Jersey City and I was away from home and away from Philly sports in 2011 at a really bad point in my life. And I'm not sure you realize the impact that you can have on people's lives because being able to listen every morning and stay connected to home and stay connected to sports through you and WIP. And I still do today has been amazing. It's been, um, you've had, you've had such a big impact just on the day to day life and starting every day. And I just wanted to say thank you for that and wish you all the best in your retirement. I don't think anybody deserves more, man. Nick, uh, thank you so much for those kind words. I've gotten a lot of emails to that effect and, Understand that in the moment, we did not understand that we were providing that kind of a service. We just thought we were here to vent on behalf of you guys. And the fact that it helps some people through some tough time, it's like, it's humbling. It's like, wow, that, that's, that was a benefit of this job we didn't even know, Nick. So understand now how much we appreciate that you're saying that today. It means a lot. Well, and I mean, Philly's been so lucky with, with iconic sports voices like, you know, Harry Callis and Merrill Reese and... You know, you, your name is definitely a part of that list, man. Uh, it's going to be really strange next week riding into work with, without, without hearing this show. Stranger but, than uh, you think. Again, just, <laughs> I'll just say stranger than you think. Nick, I need uh, – give me a famous person that called in to our show. Not sure if he did, but I'll try it anyway. How about Stephen A. Smith? Stephen A. Smith not only oh. called into our show, he was a very big part of our show when he was working in Philadelphia and covering the Sixers. And now even then – Extremely flamboyant yes. man. He holds you guys in high regard. No, and I love him. He anytime right. he would come to Philly, he would always no, ask I how you. I love him and understand. I, he has said to me that maybe one percent of what he does was taken from listening to our show mm-hmm. and and hearing the way we uh, present arguments and that kind of thing. Now we do not have nearly the showmanship no, skills. Nobody that does. He has, but but and and when he covered the Sixers, I'll say this too. Man, he covered the Sixers. He knew what was going on. He was – who's the guy now that breaks all the stories nationally? He, uh, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh, Adrian. Woj-Bomb. He was our Woj back uh, – that would have been about 15 years ago. Pre-social More media. Than that, yeah. And, and highly flamboyant yeah. then as well. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go next to Mike and Berwin. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing today, Ange? I'm doing fine, Mike. I got two shows and then I'm retired. Listen, I just want to thank you – for everything. I mean, your whole show, your cast, you know, these guys are very professional. And I'll, I'll tell you, it got me through some tough times. You know, about a year ago, I had a tree come through my house, took out my house. <clears throat> it, if it wasn't for you guys, I don't know if I could have gotten through that. I just a month ago lost my mother. Oh. And I got to tell you, you were my savior. I mean, just, you know, we battled back and forth. We didn't agree with everything. But I'll tell you what, you never held that against me. You kept, you know, inviting me to call, and I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. 
Well, Mike, that, uh, again, that's uh, you're another one uh, of my early callers who always has good content to provide for our show. So I love whenever you did call in, Mike. And can, can we just, if this is the last time we talk, can we agree on something, kind of a last bonding experience? Sure. Do you think Jonathan Gannon sucks? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I got hung up by Ike Tuesday because I told him, that was the that was the main reason the Eagles lost. It's and he didn't bad. agree? He did not agree. All right. Uh, he he's coming in me. today, right? He's coming in today? Yeah. Uh, Mike, I'll take care of it when I see him, okay? Thank you. Uh, bring in extra security. <laughs> Things could get Mike. Thank you, Mike. Name a famous person who called into this show. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins is a great one. Great one. He also appeared in a sh- uh, station, not much when he played, yeah. mm-hmm. but after he's been a regular yeah. and, and uh, he has been a, you know, he's one of the great leaders that we have ever encountered and one of the greatest players we've ever encountered. Two on five, five. He would have fit great on this team. Wouldn't, oh. you, ever, wouldn't you have been perfect? Uh, they would have won, by the way, if he was playing. Uh, yes. He would not have allowed to happen what happened. And I'm not sure Malcolm Jenkins would have either. No. Although he did give up 613 <laughs> yards five years ago. 2-1-5. I'm already countering my own argument. 2-1-5. Nobody got a sniff yet of the most famous person. But we come back. I'm going to do it. He doesn't even know I'm going to do it. But when we return, ladies and gentlemen, one of our all-time favorite callers, here to give a personal tribute to me, oh. Carmen. <laughs> WIP Sports Time, 636. If you think there's a better snack out there than Tasty Cake, you're simply Miss Cakin. A day-old piece of sheet cake from a co-worker's birthday, Miss Cake, your child's half-eaten, syrup-soaked waffle, a common Miss Cake. Or... Yeah, 642 is the time. And now, even though yeah. it is uh, we do not do the Wing Bowl anymore, we will be honoring it at some lake tomorrow with some clips of Wing Bowls and big moments that happened at the Wing Bowl. One of the biggest was when Dorenbach showed up. And uh, I, was it the first year he had the pink tuxedo? Oh, yeah. yeah. came out from the side. Yeah, yeah. He was such – You could it, long before he became a Vegas act, you could see he was a showman. Oh, absolutely. He loved working in a big <clears throat> arena. And now he gets to do it in Vegas all the time because he's also a first-rate magician and tremendous showman telling a story with what he does. The story is compelling. He's a great man. And that was sincere. Yeah. He's a good friend of the show. Oh, and, a treme- and maybe the you know, he is the greatest long snap in the history of the Eagles. Did he ever have a bad snap? I think I had one bad no. snap. No. Not at all. I, I want to mention this because, uh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure of the timing. Nick Sirianni will break his silence. He has not spoken since after the Super Bowl. Do you have any idea when that's going to be today? No, they said that, you know, my, I mean, right. I'm hoping it's today. Well, here's what's uh, there's a couple of things you want to pay attention to today when he talks. One is he is going to, I believe, unveil his new offensive coordinator. And that that decision makes perfect sense. Now, when you have a quarterback who made the strides that Jalen Hurts made in year three, right? You have to reward the coach that helped him do that, don't you? Yeah, it was to keep things in order. He's going to have more of an input into the offense anyway. The quarterback, Brian Johnson, is almost definitely going to be named the offensive coordinator. And I, I guess the big question that will come up there will be. All right, well, Steichen ended up calling the plays. Are you going to let Brian Johnson do it, or is Nick going to take it back over? Nick wasn't great at it. 
Steichen was better than Nick. And Steichen, to his credit, Nick saw that, and he gave him the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do with a guy who's probably never done it? How do you know? You don't. don't. <laughs> right? You don't. Are you going to try it out and see how it works? There are a handful of teams in the NFL where the head coach and, uh, and offensive coordinator have their share in calling plays. Like okay. Kansas City? Yeah, like Kansas City. Yeah. Well, they definitely knew how to call plays in the second half. <laughs> they really figured that one out beautifully. But anyway, that'll be fun. And then, and, and this is where I'm not throughout. Nick may be calling here tomorrow, which would really be awkward. Because in our absolute final show, Rhea, I have to grill him. Yeah. Do I have a choice? No, no, it's your job. If he does one more testimonial on Jonathan Gant, should I swallow my words and just say, you know, you have a good point there, Nick. You've or should never... I go, he ruined our lives. He ruined our lives. I would go somewhere in between he ruined our lives and you have a good point. All right. You know what? <laughs> after the show, after the you show, work, work with, with me on that. I got to find a middle ground there. I have to grill him. I don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I, the fact that he waited four days to give us some sense for how he feels, the defense performed in the second half. I would like to hear the boys', the boys uh, feelings on that. And, and, and he hasn't given it to us. Yeah. What's he been doing for four they, days? They do their final interviews with all the management. Right. They do well, that every, every year it happens. If he calls in, it, it's supposed to be lighthearted. I'm not positive I could pull that off. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll, I'm mm-hmm. telling him now, Nick, it might not go the way we would hope on the final show. I can't help it. Lighthearted now, is not in your Al, repertoire. am I supposed to be something different on the last show? <clears throat> no. Am when? I able to do that? That's tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. He's such a jerk. Leland's up from uh, Wilmington. Hi, Lee. Hello there. How's everybody this morning? Everybody's fine, Leland. Uh, wrapping things up here at WIP. Yeah, man, it's been a long time. I've been listening to you for years, and you... Man, let me just say, ain't nobody better than you guys. And that is the God's honest truth. Listen, um, I just want to say to you, enjoy your retirement. You, I'm quite sure there's going to be a lot there that's going to be, you're going to have to do at home. Because even if you retire, they'll still find, the women will still find something for you to do. Even when you go to sit down and relax, they'll have you up. I wanted this done yesterday. <laughs> and that's how yeah, I just, yeah, and in the last couple of years, Leila, I have like talked to tons of people about, what retirement was like. Right. I'm telling you, like half of them say it was the greatest thing that ever happened because they were not, they did not have to worry about getting up and going to work every day, bosses, challenges, uh, f- stress. For, and then the other half went, well, as soon as it ended, I was bored to tears. And I ended up finding something else to do because I just couldn't imagine not doing what I originally did. Yeah, I guess you don't know until you do it. Exactly. Like you said, if you haven't done it yet, you, you're going to find out, and, and, and like you said, you could get go home, retire, and in a month or so, oh, man, I can't do this. i got to find something else to occupy my time because so, you're so used to, you're so locked into what you've been doing for so long. It's yeah. tough to let it go. That it is. I know. The next time something big happens, I'm going to go, gee, what would I have said? And then it would be, well, I don't have to worry about it. Forget it. You're not going to call me? <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> something tells me I'm going to call you. Right, Leland. Give me a famous person to call this radio program. Man, I don't know if he's ever done this. I'm, I, for some reason, I want to say Charles Barkley. I have Charles no Barkley idea. has called here. That is correct. And that is a great one. All right. Ava's going to judge us. But I have just, during the last break, I had a very uh, thanks for listening, Angelo Catali, WIP. 
I autographed the purple toaster. And I'll tell you something else, Rhea. It still works. It's an excellent toaster. No, it is not. It's a $9 toaster. It's cheap. (laughs) Usually the better than the expensive one. I milked about five years out of it, though. That's why I bring in the toaster. There it is. So Wi-Fi? What's that, Al? Is it Wi-Fi? Al. You wouldn't know how to work. You got to hear this. So uh, I I figured, you know, I'm going to be doing a lot of exercising once I retire. Why? So I bought, well, I bought a new exercise bike. At and your age, you bought a new exercise. That's bike. optimistic. Ow, what the hell ow, is that? Come on. I brought a new one, right? They're delivering it to that. Yeah. It has Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, all the new ones do. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean all the new ones oh, do? Oh, yeah, they have to. Good. It's, so it's now, all Bluetooth. It's all Bluetooth. I will not know how to operate it because I don't know how to operate the internet. You'll never use anything on it. I won't use anything? No. Will I use the bike itself? You will use the bike. Yeah. Thank you. Because a lot of people, when, like I know people now that yeah. have retired. Let's see. My cousin retired three months ago. Yeah. <clears throat> he has uh, torn his rotator cuff because <laughs> uh, all of a sudden he decided to get in shape. Right, tell me more. And I'm like, tell oh, that's a good idea. Now you're going to, well, wait a minute. You, you decided you were going to. Chop the firewood now? Good. Oh, great. Yeah, Al, so yeah. you're saying surgery is in my immediate future? Well, don't go crazy thinking you're going to be 50 years old because you got on a bike. Al, the, <laughs> my biggest fear what is that I will get hemorrhoids since I plan wait, to wait, sit stop. almost round well, the then clock. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to be a pain in your ass to the family. <laughs> well, you couldn't have done this show if you couldn't talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why they always change the mic after I do it. Cause sometimes... Why I bring in the toaster? <laughs> My man Jason from the Dirty 30s checking in. Hi, Jason. Good morning, Angelo. All right, hold on. Now, Jason, just listening to you, you have not gotten over the loss yet, have you? No, I haven't. It's going to take a while. Well, tell me what you're feeling right now. What are you feeling right now? I feel cheated. All right. Who are you mad at? I'm mad at Gannon. I'm mad at, at the at the defense. You know, we were supposed we were supposed to have one of the best defenses in the NFL, and we could not we could not get to home. All right, Jason. Are you mad at the refs? Are you yes, mad at the refs? Right. That thing should never have ended like it did. Are you it mad never at... have ended like it did. I'm trying to go through a list here, Jason. Are you mad at the groundskeepers for the field? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you mad at Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> I, Say yeah. no. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Jason, I don't know if I'll get to talk to you anymore, so I want to thank you for all the great calls and Bye, man. You go all the way back to the tent. We had some great times, my friend. And you will always be, in my mind, the leader of the core of hardcore Eagle fans, the leader of the Dirty 30, Jason. Jason, thank you for all your contributions to us. I want to thank you for all the memories. You know, you, you helped me out through a lot, and it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the Jason, Love thank you, you for buddy. name me one famous person that called this show. 
Dick Vermeil, of course. Dick Vermeil is a great one. Stay right there. Got a good list. What's our list so far, Johnson? So far, Jason Kelsey, Stephen A. Smith, Brian Dawkins, Charles Barkley, and Dick Vermeil. On the line with us now is one of the callers, based on email, one of the most popular callers we have ever had on this show, Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Well, how you doing, I just had a call today because I want to say, after all the years, a great job. 33 years, you deserve a lot of credit. And and even Al Morgan, he's a great listener. And uh, you make a, still making good points. I agree with you, Mark. I don't think I had any bloat, Jamie. And the referee, you don't make that call in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. But uh, you, you deserve a lot of credit, and You've done a lot of good times. A lot of people, I remember all the way back from Brookie and a rookie. I, I remember you throwing that ball at the Phillies game from all the way up at 700 level. You're a really good athlete. Well, thank you, Carmen. This is very kind, but... I have cu- become accustomed at some point in the call where you will turn on me. Uh, uh, no, I, no, not that I It's just because no? of, of all the years and right. everything you've done for the whole Delaware Valley. Well, what about, uh, come, what about uh, like my first family in the woods? What about that? I think I can overlook that today. <laughs> <laughs> you can overlook that today, seriously? Of course, we all. We you go back all the way to Buckler Beer, and I've been drinking it ever since. Nothing's oh, happening. Buckler Beer. Yeah, I, I forgot about Buckler Beer. Carmen, thank uh, you. This is the best call we've ever had together. That's okay, Edge. But I'm actually thinking about coming in because I heard Wawa's down there with a lot of food. Oh no, we got you. Got to see this comp. We got a phenomenal spread here, and you are absolutely welcome to get here. Yeah, because I want to get in there before you got to it, because you're you're a pig. <laughs> what are you What are you saying, Carm? I said you're a big fat pig. Why don't you bring the wing ball girls in with no clothes on? You filthy, dirty pig! You're a pig of years of this. You're subjecting the whole city to your filth. You big fat pig. Put something else in your mouth that's free. You pig. Carmen, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this out because uh, uh, C. Joe Conklin with the City Rhythm Orchestra in the big room mm. at the Parks Casino, the Excite Center, on Friday, April 14th. Get your tickets now. It's going to be a fantastic show. And uh, that's why I love Carm. Al, you mm-hmm. can't believe how many people email me. They love him. I hope they, they keep Carm. him. I hope they don't ban him. And, and that was the closest he ever came to a positive phone call. Yeah. 215. When we return, now it's going to get a little dicey around here. Because Marcus Hayes wrote in the Inquirer.com, our own co-host wrote, that losing Jonathan Gannon is catastrophic to the Eagles. We are going to have him pee in a cup to make sure he's not on drugs, <laughs> hmm. and then we're going to talk to him. That's next. WIP Sports Time, 655. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. This year, the L-certified winner collection sales event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. New year, new ride. Receive special finance rates on L-certified Lexus models now through February 28th. They have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated. On top of that, they are veteran-owned. And my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are now a five-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipient for the customer sales experience. So stop in, see Tony LaBello and his team, and you will see why 
they continue to win this prestigious honor. Visit LexusofCherryHill.com, Lexus of Cherry Hill, where the finest automobiles reside. Brought to you by Nass Cancellari. Jonathan Gannett will be introduced as the new Arizona Cardinals head coach today. Now the Eagles' former defensive coordinator. See if he takes any questions about the Eagles' brutal defense in the second half of the Eagles' Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. By the way, the Cardinals do play at the link next season. Sixers had to hang on to beat the Cavs 118-112. to 112, One point up ahead, 28. Off now on the All-Star break. Joel Embiid had 29 points in the victory, indicated he might not play in that game. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys Nas Cancellari have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC10 first alert forecast. Cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. High is 66. It is currently 50. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. It is 7 o'clock here in the big room at Odyssey headquarters, WIP, uh, the second-to-last show of this version of the WIP morning show. A new, improved version will start on Monday, and uh, we will be uh, talking very shortly. Glenn Mack knows already here, Al, mm-hmm. and he remembers when we had a TV program. Remember oh, yeah, that thing? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, watched that before they heard this. Yeah, pr- uh, Prism. Right, and I'll say this, Al, we were never that good at this, the radio thing, Yeah, but we were horrible at TV. Man, we didn't know. We, <laughs> nobody that knew anything. That was a great show. We, we, no, we, I love that show. It was, it was, it was only good because it was bad. You understand? Yeah. Uh, so many people have told me they watch a TV show because your dog Fenway was on Yes, it. the dog was it, well-trained. It was a great dog. Fenway was a great dog. No other TV talk show ever had a regular as a door no. <laughs> and people out would watch to see if he ever got off stan hockman th- <laughs> said i drugged the dog i said i didn't drug the dog. i just trained the damn dog <laughs> that would work all right lots more in this hour uh we are going to get into uh what happened with the refs a little later in the hour but on the line with us right now is a man that i love working with admire tremendously his work and I'm currently beyond belief, angry, and upset with him. Okay. His name is Marcus Hayes from TheAcquire.com and right here at WIP. Hi, Marcus. Hey, guys. How you doing? Marcus, when you were in Arizona, did you have a tough sight line? Was it possible you did not actually get to see the second half of the game? <laughs> you know, Philadelphia is weird. It's just right. a weird place. I mean, if Jonathan Gannon doesn't coach well if Jonathan Gannon's players are the reason that the team is good and Jonathan Gannon if his players don't play well is the reason the team is bad there's no way for him to win like it's just he he became a better coach the last 25 games of his tenure in Philadelphia but Philadelphia is the kind of place that never wants to admit it's wrong so if there's a smidgen of evidence that can prove that they are right, even though they're wrong, it will, they will always overemphasize that evidence. It, right. it's, it's consistent for my 28 years here. As is your smugness. <laughs> All right, Marcus, and let me just start with this. All right, Marcus, um, if you would like to argue that he coached well but they played badly, then could you – how have you rationalized – the fact that two of the touchdowns, no receivers were covered at all. That is the players, not the coach. That's your argument. 
Well, uh, obviously, yes, because number one, that's not true. Not none of the receivers, all of the receivers were not open. Well, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All of the receivers were not open. The receiver so that, that, that went they, in motion and was designed to catch the ball was wide open. It was yes, the, the third time that play has worked against Gannon's defense, but it's not Gannon's fault. That's your argument. If you look at the players, you can see them telling each other, you are supposed to do this and you didn't do it. So if they know what they're supposed to do and don't do it, it's not Gannon's fault. He's told them what to do. They have failed to execute it. Well, I'm going to flip what you just said then. You just said, how can a defensive coordinator ever win? If they do well, it's the players. If they do badly, it's the coordinator. If you gave up four, basically four touchdown drives in the, in the second half of a Super Bowl game and you're not going to place the blame on a coordinator, when would you? Again, the body of work tells us that these guys are well-coached and generally execute well. If this is the outlier. That's my point. Even in the first half, they were well-coached and executed generally well. But if the outlier is in the second half of the Super Bowl and determines the fate of an entire season, you do not weigh that failure, that epic fail? That's okay. I am because- not saying that. I'm not saying that Jonathan Gannon outcoached Andy Reid. Oh, no, Jonathan Gannon was not, was not perfect. Jonathan Gannon did not make every call perfectly. My point is, the body of work of the season indicates that Jonathan Gannon became a much better defensive coordinator in the last 25 to you know, 27 games than he was at the beginning. We all were on the same train when they were blitzing 10% of the time through the first six or seven games of his career as a defensive coordinator. But that increased to about 20% of the time by the end of last season. And I think it was around 20% of the time this year as well, despite losing Avante Maddox and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, his two best blitzers, for about six games. So Marcus, we uh, agree that Jonathan Gannon isn't perfect. But no, no, that, say, that, no one is saying he isn't perfect. We are saying he sucks. Right. You understand? But to this is not perfect. There's not say- perfect. There's, uh, he's 70% good. He sucks. The understand? Okay. The whole city thinks that, Marcus. Well, apparently the Eagles disagree with you because not only did they employ him, they scrambled to keep him by making him the most a highly paid defensive coordinator in the game, number one. Number two, think what you like about, you know, Arizona. They also don't think he sucks. Neither did Houston, who interviewed him twice. All right, I, uh, I, you were there. Did they black the game out in Arizona? Is that why the Arizona coaching staff didn't see what happened in the second half? Again, I mean, Jonathan Gannon does not suck. He may not be as good as Andy Reid. And let's understand something here. Andy Reid, despite your personal distaste for him, is the best coach in football right now. All right, stop. And Patrick Mahomes is by far the best player in football right now. So if Jonathan Gannon loses in the second half to the best coach and the best player who had the best team, that is not an indication of sucking. That's an indication that he's not as good as the best. Marcus, uh, you said in your most recent column that losing him 
that losing Gannon is catastrophic to the Eagles. Could you explain why that would be? Well, he's really good, for one thing. (laughs) He had the number two defense in the league. He had the number one pass defense in the league. And they almost set an NFL record in sacks. So that is a body of work that I consider to be pretty good. Furthermore, they do not have in-house, unlike on the offensive side, they do not have in-house multiple candidates to replace him. And they're in a position of massive transition because I think it's seven or eight guys that they could lose via free agency. I think they'll probably lose around six. But you're going to have somebody to come, have to come in and replace six significant players. And even if they, say, promote Denard Wilson, the defensive backs coach, his system isn't going to be identical. And the way he runs media isn't going to be identical. What, losing a, a good coordinator two years in who just implemented a system that really none of us likes but was effective is a catastrophic thing to happen for a team who expects to go to the Super Bowl next year, especially when you look at all the personnel coming back on the offensive side of the ball. All right, but you just did make a good argument, Marcus, that it's going to be difficult to field this talented team given the salary cap, and you're going to lose, you just said, six players, let's say. So was this an incredible opportunity squandered by what happened in that Super Bowl, especially in the fourth quarter? Yeah, it's uh, getting beat by the better team is always disappointing. And I think they took as much advantage of the opportunity as they could. And it's, it's unfortunate. But this is a really, really good team, a really talented team, and a really well-coached team on both sides of the ball. You know, I think the big issue with them coaching this year consistently was special teams. And I, I would be intrigued to see where they go with that. If you want to talk about sucks, you could talk about the special teams consistently this year. But, you know, it's not like they made gigantic mistakes and lost a game to a fluke team. They lost to the number one offense with the number one coach and the number one quarterback. And honestly, an offensive line that I vastly underrated and mischaracterized, and I think a lot of people did. Marcus, um, I want to thank you for all you have done, especially as a co-host in the last few years with us at uh, I want to say I feel we've come full circle. I originally couldn't stand you. Then I really enjoyed you. And now I can't stand you again. So we've come all the way around. But, Marcus, I respect your work and I respect your intellect. And I thank you for coming on. Thanks, Marcus. It's the, it's the circle of life. Talk to you later. <laughs> the circle of life. Glenn Mack now is here with Glenn, I, I'm, needless to say, as I have been for all 33 years, I've been at WIP. When I see something as obvious as what happened in the second half, and then I hear so many takes that indicate the exact opposite of what we saw, it drives me insane. You, you saw what we saw, right? Yeah. You did. So what's yeah. is this If I had any from? hair, I'd be pulling it out after what Marcus <laughs> just said. Well, yeah, Glenn, help me here to understand. Is there now a, a, a section of the media that just seeks the most provocative take after a game that will – you know, create an even more, you know, violent dialogue. Well, there, there is certainly the, if everybody thinks one way, if everybody zigs, they got to zag. If the yeah. public all thinks this, the public is wrong. And I'm, I'm not here to characterize Marcus's work. Marcus is an excellent columnist. But he's out of his mind with this thing. Thank you. And, it, and it's, it's irrelevant how you feel about 
how Jonathan Gannon did or didn't do during the regular season. The second half of the Super Bowl was a colossal flop, oh. and he's the guy in charge of that flop. You can. One of you earlier, I heard reference um, Chris Sims. That like you, you're yeah. you're set in your argument, yeah. and your argument can't change. So Jonathan Gannon wasn't as bad as you people think. So in the Super Bowl, he was great. No, he was horrible in the Super Bowl. It's right, horrible. And all I want to say That's is not this. why I it's, came in, though. No, I know it is. <laughs> and we're going to give you a chance to say whatever you want to say. You are part of the Inquirer wave that came through WIP, and most of us just stayed. It's, a, it's an amazing thing, and we'll get your thoughts on that along the way, too. And uh, we haven't done a food hunt this year, so could you check out all the Wawa stuff and tell us what we should have? <laughs> uh, let's go back to the calls. We got Bill up next. Hi, Billy. Hey, good morning, team. How are you? We're good, Bill. We got less than two shows left. I'm, I hear that, Angelo, and I not only want to thank you, <clears throat> but I want to thank the whole team because this is the last time y'all all going to be together. Yeah, I <laughs> doubt I'll ever even see y'all again after tomorrow. Good chance. And Bill, I had to coach him to come in on our last show. <laughs> I, I hear you, Angelo, but I just want to say Marcus is a moron. <laughs> opinion, I know you couldn't say it, so I said it. But well, I, I came pretty to give close. You, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's your last days. I called to give you the apologies you deserve. So on behalf of Nick Sirianni, I apologize for Telling you, you didn't know that Gannon sucked. Okay? Wow. Yeah. And on behalf of Gannon, I want to apologize to you and let you know that I not only took the job in, in uh, 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 what is it, um, where he took the job? Arizona. 19, uh, Arizona, yeah, not, yes, Arizona. I only took the job in Arizona, but I took it for less money just to get out of Philadelphia. I like it, Bill. And Bill, give me a famous I, person that called here. Uh, famous person called here. How about Eagle Shirley? Eagle Shirley. Put her down. Eagle Shirley. That's a good one. 215 592 9494. Oh, Al, a voice from our past is here. Who is it? Clothing Scott is with us. Hi, Scotty. Angelo, I got to thank you. You brought me massive fame and no fortune. <laughs> you are a t shirt magnate. And uh, how did the It's a Phillies thing go? Uh, was that a successful uh, oh, run? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. sold a ton. Listen, I want to thank you because I had more fun over the years, that four-hour ride in Clearwater from the uh, stadium. Oh, uh, that's – I'll never the, forget uh, that. Watching yep. you ruin the first home run in, in the history of that stadium down there. I dropped the ball. Yep. The night Hank Fraley and John Runyon broke the news of the puke at the TV show. While heavily inebriated. They were drunk that night. Yeah, I know. Wechter and I were talking to him. We dragged <laughs> him over to you. And we're going to miss guys like like Johnny Marzano and and all the wonderful people. But I want to thank you. But, but one thing I, I do remember, and it's my uh, entry into the contest, that time Ray Liotta chased Al down uh, the hall. One of my favorite stories, Ray Liotta. The late, great Ray Liotta is on the list. You stay online for a prize today. That was awesome. Ray Liotta, Al, as you look back on it, yep. do you have any regrets? 
No, that was a bad movie. Field <laughs> of Dreams he's it's referring ruined, to. Ruined, ruined but Al, the fact that he is no longer with us and was honored for his role in Field of Dreams. Yeah, he deserved it, the, the, the honor, I guess. But it was a bad movie. All right. But do you feel that it may have shortened his life? No, no. He, no, he, was, he had a good life. And he was in another movie, too. Yeah. Um, Goodfellas. Good Good yeah. Come on, Al. Al. Where you been for 30 Al, years? I'll tell you what you remember him for. What? Shantix commercial. Yes, the, with the, the door. Is, uh, yeah, with the, exactly. It's like, he didn't look good there. All right. <laughs> All right, Al. You can stop right. now. He's Back no away longer from the with microphone. us. Al, Jeez. Al knew then his days were numbered. 215-592-949. If we come back, uh, we got to talk about the other thing that everybody can't get over, and that was the flag. And Glenn Macdow's here to talk to us because Glenn Macdow and I go way, way back. And I have never enjoyed working with anyone as much as I have on a big investigative piece uh-huh. with the great Glenn Macdow. That's next WIP Sports Time, 716. For more than 30 years, NovaCare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or you're just making your health and well-being a priority, NovaCare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. NovaCare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there's no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at NovaCare, thank you for choosing them to get back to work, sports, and life. On behalf of the WIP Morning Show, we would like to thank NovaCare Rehabilitation for 20-plus years of loyalty to our show. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. Philadelphia Eagles trust NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. Brought to you by Window Nation, Arizona Cardinals will introduce Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach sometime today. Be interesting to see if the Eagles' former defensive coordinator will answer questions about what happened to his unit in the second half of the Eagles' Super Bowl loss. Sixers beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 118-112. Joel Embiid, 29, seemed to indicate he might sit out the All-Star game. Advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts. Get two free windows with every two you buy and pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or WindowNation.com. NBC10 first alert forecast. Brought to you by Dr. Glatt. Cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon, high of 66. It's currently 50. Failing or thinning hair? Call the region's premier hair restoration expert for men and women, Dr. Paul Glatt. Book a consultation at drglat.com. To stream. is the day on our second-to-last show. And, uh, by the way, that little girl you heard, that was uh, my granddaughter, Delaney. And uh, and Sidney Webster turned. Well, you're going to hear some voices in the next little while, and you're going to say, how did she do that? These are, Glenn, these are not people that like me. They have not liked me. I heard of It's somewhat, not a big one, but somewhat a badge of honor that I would leave this job with many enemies, people that can't stand me. And that's fine. You know why it is, Glenn?
because what they thought of me never mattered to me. It didn't when we were newspaper guys. And you saw the way we covered uh, sports. We, we used to do these investigative pieces, and, and you would get the guy in the corner. You were amazing at that. Remember the ones we did on the cheesy agents? The cheesy the sports agents, agents we did, the, the sports doctor, that whole thing we, we did. We were yeah. not trained to kiss ass. Right? No, we came we are, from a whole uh, other generation. Glenn and I, not necessarily you. We're very much journalists. Yes, I agree. <laughs> well, Glenn went. I went to Glenn went to classes yeah. and everything. Boston, Glenn and I went to school. Boston together. University, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Now, yeah. did Al go to classes? Not that I saw. No, I <laughs> Even no. then, he was a minimalist. <laughs> yep. Um, listen, I really appreciate you giving me this time. And, yes, and go I right just, ahead, Glenn. There's a few things. Uh, it was, I have known you, as you just said, uh, for a long time when we worked on that stuff at the Enquirer, and I was always really proud of that and in awe of your ability to organize a story and lay it out in words. You're a beautiful writer. I don't know if people who, who just listen to you on the radio know what a terrific writer you are. And then you left, came here. We started the great sports debate, which I know came up before, and Al was, you know, obviously you and Al and me and Jason Stark were the original crew, and it was the dumbest show on television. Absolutely. But it worked because it was just raw and basic and honest and goofy, and you were the ringmaster of that thing, and that thing worked for a long time, and I loved it, loved it. You helped me get my job here, which I always appreciate. That was 29 years ago. You leave. I think Al and I are going to be the two longest tenured people here. Al will last longer than you. He has a five-year deal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I'll go five, but we'll see. <laughs> we, we'll see. But I, I do want to say very sincerely that more than anybody, you built WIP, and you set the agenda week in and week out every day for what people are talking about. This is an era that doesn't have st- uh, the – the old-time newspaper columnist that everybody, Monday morning, what does he say about the Eagles? Monday morning, what does Angelo say about the Eagles? What does he think? And that would set it. Agree with you, disagree with you, you would set the agenda. I am in awe of the work ethic you've had over the years, um, how well you have created a team, Rhea and Al and Wechter and Jonesy and Conklin and John here and everybody else. And given everybody a really important role, it's a great team. Um, you're you're brilliant at this. This will this will never be repeated. And for those of us who work at WIP, I know that a big part of my ability to do this over the years is because you've done it so well. So I well, wanted to Glenn, I wanted to come in this morning and say that I knew when uh, when the wave began, and I began, and the only reason the wave began for me is I hated the. Boss, I had. Well, that's right. We all hated that guy. His name was Dave Tucker, and he was a sanctimonious jackass who had no writing skill. Uh, But uh, can I just remember one thing? You and I worked on this project for a long time. Uh, I think it was the Team Doctor project, right? Yes. And we, I mean, the the nice thing is they gave us like six weeks to work on this set of group of stories, a series. And then we write it. And we're proud of that thing. That, because that we worked it and reworked yes. it until we got it just and, right. And, and we did it together. And, and then like, what happened? And, I think that, and then we give it to that stupid editor who says, you know what? I think this, this thing in the ninth paragraph is probably your lead. This yeah. stupid he little He rewrote anecdote. it. Rhea, he rewrote something we worked on for months. And um, you, I'm sure, didn't handle that. No, one. and that was the day the wave to WIP began. Yeah, it's true. Because I went, I can't work for that ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you came I over. Said, I didn't say the whole word. Jeez. Yeah. And no. I and that was it. And yeah. that got us. That got Glenn. It got Al. Yeah. Al, you hated the guy. It got Miss Sinelli, yep. right? Yep. It got all the other people that ended up yeah. here. It was all the man who created WIP was a horrific editor named David Tucker. He's That's, a poet now. Is that hard? Yeah, now he's a poet. Yeah. And you know what? He I guarantee you, he sucks at that too. He lives in Nantucket. And by the way, if you just tuned in, <laughs> so does Jonathan Gannon. Wow. All right, back to reality. Go ahead, you're the best. Thank My you. Best uh, Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, former councilman, soon to be councilman, or maybe even mayor, my friend Al Taubenberger. Hi, Al. Angelo, how are you? It's just great to hear you, and very saddened to say that this is uh, near the end in your public performance, but I hope to stay in contact with you. But uh, you've done a lifetime of really great work in Philadelphia. And I don't know if I told you, but I may have told you why I called. Yeah. Because you so accurately described the parade. I was a councilman at the time, and I was able to be in the parade, all that the entire council was. And everything that you said would happen in that parade happened as far as people with signs. You did it for my dad. You did it for my brother. You know, thank you. Thank. It was just it was just so real. And you described it so accurately. I said, well, I got to call this son of a gun. Well, it was it was great that I got to know you all. You're a terrific uh, political figure this town, and I'm, I'm hoping you run again soon. And I, I'm not lying when I say I would work on your campaign. I would. Well, Glenn, I would Glenn Mack, now, let me tell you about Glenn. Glenn is mm. Mr. Politics. Mm. You want a guy who understands politics. It's, you covered it for years, right, I Glenn? covered it for years. Oh. I, I actually once started running for office. Right. Al, my advice is stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, Al, listen, I, I'm going to ask something here. That I, I'm only asking you because there sure. was a political figure associated with our show that literally did things in Congress when we brought them up. All right. That was the great uh, late great Senator Arlen Specter. And yes. when the Eagles got shafted in the 05 Super Bowl, he began an investigation into the, uh, the what do they call it? The antitrust laws yes. involving the NFL. Al. Are you upset with the way the refs called that play right at the end of the game? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they just shouldn't have been involved. Just let them play. I mean, we had gotten this far. The game was great to watch and should have been no involvement by the refs. And they know that, or they should have known that. If It was very, very uh, – it was poor. Poor judgment. That's the best word I can come up with right now. Very poor judgment. Politically, could we launch an investigation? <laughs> Yeah, let's, we may campaign on it. We may win great yes. office from this. Let's do it. Let's say we will hold the NFL accountable when you screw our team. How's that, Al? I love it. I, it's a great motto, and I'm ready to run on it. <laughs> Al, you're the best. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for everything, Angelo. Be well, and all the best in retirement. Thank you, Al. And I'm not lying. Glenn, I could do some politics, right? No. No, no, you would be right. It'd be like they, they do the whole report at forty-seven percent, fifty-two percent, maybe three percent other. No, I'm not running. Cataldi. I want to. Oh, be you're going to organize it? What you call an operative? Yeah, right. We, uh, a dirty trickster. Here's the thing. Here's the way I'm going to start. I just realized how I'm going to start it. I am. Go I spent a lot of time in Seattle. Right, the guy in Seattle, the mayor of Seattle, absolutely never loses. <laughs> He wins every time. Right. So I get on his campaign staff. I get a couple of wins on my record. Right. And then I move to somewhere else. Because on the line with us right now is the proud mayor of Sea Isle City, Lenny D. Sidario. Hi, Mr. Mayor. 
Hello, Angelo. Greetings from the capital of Cape May County, Seattle City, New Jersey. Lenny, I think I want to work on your next campaign. How would that be? No, start in Wyoming and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, I, I, people should just know the reason I love Seattle is that you recruited me. And you were the I one did. that got me there. I was going to Ocean City, you know. Yeah, but we got you. But I got to ask you one question. First of all, congratulations on your, on your retirement. And thank you for all you have done um, over the years, and especially in promoting Seattle City in a positive way. Um, but I need to know, with your retirement, does that mean that you're going to spend more time in Seattle? A lot more, uh, Mr. Mayor, a lot more. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> no, no. great, 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 great. Uh, you sound thrilled. <laughs> I, I am thrilled. But you remember when uh, when you were having problems with a neighboring community and I called you on air. To yeah, ask Avalon, you you like Avalon had us an overly aggressive beach patrol guy named Murray Wolf. In case you're keeping track at home. He is no longer the beach patrol guy, but he still made it uncomfortable. Lenny, you never did. You have always understood how to treat tourists. And it's very important you take care of the people so they come back year after year. Your beaches are the best beaches at the Jersey Shore, thanks to you. Well, thank you very much. We have we have some very, very great employees here in, in the city of Seattle City that know what it's like and know what it means to take care of our of our residents and our visitors, and we're very proud of that. Well, it's because of you, Lenny. How many times have you won re-election? Oh, I've been here since 1993 as the oh, mayor. So. Wow! <laughs> All right, that's 30 years, Lenny. Seriously, I want to get a couple of wins on my record. I think I'm going to campaign for you next time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then you could be a consultant, a political consultant. That's perfect, Lenny. Thank you so much, and thank you for making uh, Seattle such a special place for me and my family. You're very, very welcome, Angelo, and thank you for all you've done, and thank you for what you will do in the future. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, I doubt I'm doing much in the future, Glenn, but you never know. Something might come up, right? I think you should do acting. Just, you know, yeah, he's an actor. You are. You have carved out a nice little career. I love career. it. And you would be You're good, good at, at No, I'm not as good at you. Uh, You're very good at it. You could play you. The one where you <laughs> were the janitor? Yes, were, I, I was a uh, janitor in a police station. Uh, uh, friendly, somewhat lecherous. May or may not have been the devil. But you were in a scene and with a woman who was nude. Correct. Oh, hmm. that was beautiful. Wow. What was she thinking? Ava, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Baseball. It wasn't thinking about me. I yeah, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like that. Thanks. Ava Graham. Yes. Do we have you. an update on our question of the day? We do, and it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet. Equinox, find your roads, ArminChevy.com. Do you think you'll ever get over the Eagles' loss in Super Bowl 57? 52% say no they are correct that it's going to be it should be even higher than I that agree. we'll keep that one going uh do not go anywhere i'm, I'm going to warn you ahead of time all right uh, at the end of this set of commercials is going to be what we call a bumper it is a uh, audio of a person that i have had nothing but horrible relations with <laughs> who is i don't cindy webster will then come on and explain how she got this you will not believe. All I can, face. <laughs> here's all I can say to you. I guarantee you this is not Joe Conklin. And then at the end of the next segment, 
You're going to hear the song Joe Conklin did, our hmm. goodbye song. I'm telling you, it's one of the most spectacular things I've ever heard. He captured 33 years in 90 seconds. It's amazing. 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Time, 735. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Sign up to your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Wow. 741 is your time here at uh, second to last show. And that was actually the Mm -hmm. voice of somebody I've done nothing but rip Mm -hmm. for the last 25 years. Andy Reid. And uh, Andy Reid did. Uh, Johnson, that comes fairly close to a testimonial. I would say for Andy Reid, it does. It was not what you would call a ringing endorsement, but he called me intelligent. Yeah. Uh, Al, your thoughts on Andy's comments? Um, mine, he's a nice guy. Yeah. And he proved it. All right. That's what he did. Yeah, All right. Cindy nice Webster's here. She, she even got another one that may be more remarkable coming up later. Uh-oh. But But Cindy. What went into your ability to get Andy Reid to do that? So I didn't think he would do it. No. Because uh, I was trying to get McNabb, too, but that was not going to happen. I don't want it. Uh, I Zach Gelb tried know. to get him as well. <laughs> I think Zach Gelb actually tried to get yep. him because he does a show with them. And um, yeah, Andy, happening. I actually, Dave Spadaro helped me go through the Chiefs PR staff. Wow. And I couldn't believe it when I got the text wow. of Andy. All See, right. that's wonderful. Uh, Dave Breitmeyer, our engineer here, mm-hmm. just said to me, he had already heard it, and he said to me, There are a lot of things here that almost amount to testimonials by players and coaches. And, the, and I, I respect, I, I love Cindy for being able to do this because people yeah. love her so much. Yeah. Al. But... I didn't do it ever. No. Any one of them. You know no. that. I, no. And the fact of the matter is the only endorsement I ever wanted was the endorsement of the people who listen to the show. Well, Andy was just being He like, was being it, nice it, to Cindy. Haven't heard uh, anything. No, 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 I did no, no, no. I did get one no that you'll be happy about. Who'd you get a no from? Um, Gabe Kapler. Good. <laughs> hey Gabe, bite me. All right? And and who else? Wait a minute. And and uh McNabb said no also. Well, we didn't even try. Ike told me I'd be an idiot. Hey, hey, Donovan, <laughs> remember 99? Mm-hmm. Oh! He would do the testimonial and throw Yo, it. suck! Where's Ricky Williams? Oh! <laughs> and remember this, though. Uh, Andy could have said no. No, I know he couldn't. No, I mean, I, you know. Some guys just go. It's like yeah. when when uh, the goalie mentioned Nelson Mandela, good guy on and off the yeah. ice. He just was trying to be nice. He's just trying to be nice. Some people try to be nice under all conditions. That has never been a problem I've had to deal with. Thank you very much. All right, on the line with us next is Justin. Hi, Justin. Hey, good morning, Angelo. Happy retirement. Thank you, sir. I would like to apologize for all the nasty text messages I've sent over the years, and I meant every word of it. <laughs> Fair enough, Justin. If you're going to give it, you got to take it. That's the way I've always felt. Exactly. Hey, my buddy called me Monday. He said, why do the Philly sports teams always lose the biggest games? I said, it's a Philly thing. 
Yeah, I, you know what? Um, that's what a lot of people are telling their kids now. And and uh, uh, Johnson, what did you tell your kids? I I had one of my kids who was uh, crying over Hello? the Super Bowl loss, they were. and I had to explain to him this is what it's like. This if, is as a as a passionate this, fan, it's going to hurt more. This galvanizes you, and right? it makes it you celebrate the highs even more. But Justin, I literally this is literally advice from psychologists. They said you will be able to handle it better. If you can find someone to blame. <laughs> and I have found Jonathan Gannon. And I was doing this whether he was back or not. Yeah. But Jonathan Gannon is in my crosshairs. And anybody that tells you differently, including the hosts on WIP, they are now my enemy. <laughs> Which is not a great way to go. Not long. Day to go. One more day. Yeah. <laughs> they really going to hurt their feelings. Somehow they'll weather this storm. I'm sure of it. Justin, yeah, give me a famous... Fans. Give, give me a famous person who called in. Smoking Joe Frazier. Joe mm-hmm. Frazier not only called in, he came in. And Joe Frazier could tell a story. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And, and he always brought an entourage of other people with him. Right. But he was, <clears throat> Al, he was fun. Yes, he was. Remember when he did, he had a big lawsuit. Yeah, oh, the, about, he about said land. he owned Bucks County or something. He, he, a whole development he claimed was his. Yeah. And it made, it was very upsetting to the people who lived in the development. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Right. And <laughs> I think it might have tainted his image a bit, but what a fighter. Yeah. What a man. And, and I'll tell you who loved him. Stan Hockman. Yeah. The Poobah. Stan Hockman wrote so many great stories about that man. It was spectacular. On the line with us, one of our best, Kenny from the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny. Um, Angelo, I've, I've kind of been struggling um, with you leaving when I started thinking about how much of my life you affected. Um, you, because of you, I met my wife. Because of you, I got into the Hall of Fame. Because of you, I'm still alive. And not a lot of people can say that. You literally saved my life. And how do you ever thank somebody for that? You can't. And um, your your legacy of the amount of people you've touched in your 30-plus years in the radio uh, is far beyond the ability of most to even call in. And, you know, you kind of touched on it this morning. Um, the power of your broadcast and and your opinions and, and your show, everybody, I mean, even Al, the power you guys have had over the Philadelphia area and the sports fans is immeasurable. And uh, you're going to leave a hole that can never be filled. And I personally, uh, I'll never be able to thank you. And but but here's where, here's where I'm lucky. I know where you live. So I'll see you. Oh yeah, absolutely, Kenny. And understand this, all right? And I'm not just saying this. I've been saying it the whole time. All we did was channel your passion. You understand that? If you're doing a good sports radio show in Philadelphia, you are speaking the words of your fans. Mm-hmm. You are you are considering what the customers think. And you are trying to anticipate what's most important to them. And you were one of the people I used as a barometer for how people would feel. Like right now, Ken, let's use this as an illustration, right? I'm here two days before I'm leaving. And I still am beyond livid about what happened in that Super Bowl. And I know it's going to stay in our memories forever, right? So even today, I have this instinct to attack the guy I feel is most responsible who is Jonathan Gannon? Do you agree with that? Do you think that's the right target? He's he's number one of a list of about five people, but he, right. he leads the way. He leads the way. 
Right. But and, I, I, I've always thought when people like you would call, you want to hear somebody expressing what you feel. And that's, I know what most of the people in this city feel. And then we got all these other guys telling us it's not true. And it drives me nuts. Yeah, but, you know, this is the thing. You gave all of us a form to express our opinions, right or wrong, whether we agree with them or not. It's, it's, it was therapy for some. For others, it was their living. But nonetheless, it's a very unique thing when you can see most people, they've only ranted their spouse or their roommates. But you let us rant to the entire city. You let all of us share how we felt and let it out. And for those of us that were lucky enough to be able to do it eloquently and occasionally with humor, you continue to let us do it. And Kenny, it's, it's, you're the best. I mean, I've been calling you since March of 96, Angelo. Yeah. That's how long I've been calling you. And um, I'm going to continue to call the station, but, you know, you're, you're still my man. You're, you're the one that caused it all to happen for me. And we love you. it, Kenny. We love you, buddy. Take care. Uh, th- this led to something I was trying to figure out. Al, you would pro- see. I got Al or Rhea. Rhea wasn't here at the very beginning, and Al doesn't remember what happened yesterday. <clears throat> no, yesterday I- you weren't here. Of all the regular callers, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I wasn't here. Thank you, Al. <laughs> Good job with that. Al, is Kenny the one guy? Did he hang in the longest? Yeah. Of any caller, did we have any callers that we started mm. together? In 92, yeah, early 92, right? Uh, yep. Did anyone call in 92 that still calls now? I think Lens. Clifford W. Lentz does. Yeah. He has <laughs> always been the longest standing. But of all the regular regulars, Kenny's the longest. Right? Nobody called before 95 that still calls now, right? I, I think they passed. Not I remember. I don't know. That, I, I'm trying That's to, a long time. I'm trying to determine that. But, Villanova. Uh, for all you think. people, whether you call for It'd 30 years or three, person. thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah, Mark. Mark, Mark Laura. But he has had lulls. Asanani. Asanani, but he has had lulls also. Well, he had some medical well, issues. That would be a lull. Well, yeah. so did Quite Kenny. Kenny got a nude kidney. He never stopped calling. I know he did. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, what do you think he'll miss uh, more, me or his, uh, his former kidney? No, he'll miss you more. There's, not, there's no right. doubt about it. You unlike uh, unlike uh, me, the kidney was diseased. No, that was a good thing we did. It's amazing. Yeah, but oh, again, so we're one in uh, one seventy. Let me make this clear too. <laughs> one win, totally accidental. It was uh, not accidental. We did not come it in. Just one showed day you and all said, the people, the people that did it. No, I know they did. That's the point. Now we didn't come yeah. in and go. You know, by the end of today, hopefully, we got Kenny a kid. No, it's it's why you, I like the one thing that always bother right. me when people go, well, you know, typical WIP listener. And you go, yeah. yeah, like somebody who didn't know Kenny at all, yeah. heard on the air he needed a kidney, got tested and gave him a kidney. Okay. Yeah. In fact, uh, for the next show, they should do that earlier. That they could advertise, call in and we'll get you a body part. Body part. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Somebody out there missing a body part. Who knows? Maybe yep. we could help you. All right. Anyway, without further ado, and uh, Joe Conklin, uh, I gave him this assignment two weeks ago. I said, Joe, we need one last song. Mm-hmm. And, and it's got to be really good. And he, tur- uh, he was playing around with it. I love this song that uh, Green Day does, uh, The Time of Your Life. And I suggested no, that. It's the R.E.M. song, right? Is that? Uh, yeah, this is R.E.M. It's R.E.M. of the world. Originally. I'm trying uh, to tell oh, okay, how gotcha. it ha- progressed gotcha. to this. Gotcha. Yeah. And he tried it, and he went, no, I got something better. Okay. And it's an R.E.M. song. And, and this is, a, I think, a tribute to all the years here on this show. Let's listen. A journalist morphed into antagonist. 30 
is the one where I knew Gannon would blow it. Yes. It was just so perfect. It's like the, the final words written on this history here. 215-592-9494. I saw the great Merrill Reese yes. out there. We're going to be talking to him very shortly. Joe Cogler will be doing a salute to the sports fans of Philadelphia oh. with special guest vocalist Joanne Farrell and Kane Carlisal. Tickets are going on sale tomorrow at JoeConklin.com. That's a big, big show. Where at? It doesn't set. It's a first line. Joe Cochran. The Excite uh, Center, the big room. The Excite Center. Oh, it's also at the Excite Center. That's at the (laughs) Excite Center at Parks Casino on Friday, April 14th. 215-592-949. If we come back, we are going to fight with Elliot Shore Parks, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to have a love fest with Merrill Reese. Don't go anywhere. WIP Sports Type 755. If you're in a business, this has been a bumpy ride. From pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they've put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. Do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to getrefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to getrefunds.com. That's getrefunds.com. Brought to you by NJ Diet. Sixers are off on the all star break. Joel Embiid became the fastest Sixer to ten- the 10,000 point mark. 29 in their win over the Cavs says he might not play in the all-star game hasn't really been healthy the past couple weeks of course the Eagles have to hire new coordinators the birds previous defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon will officially be introduced today in a news conference as the Arizona Cardinals new head coach 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds contact njdiet.com 
to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit NJDiet.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast cloudy, occasional rain in the afternoon, high of 66. It's currently 51. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. So my neighbor doesn't know anybody. Thank you. Welcome back. It is our 8 o'clock hour. Just greeting the uh, the guy who runs the place. Mm-hmm. The, the owner, Al, uh, David Field, is here from Odyssey. And, uh, David, thank you for all that you have done for our show. And the years you have uh, been, uh, we have been under your leadership. It's been a, a spectacular time. My favorite years of the 33 were the ones where you were, you were running things and you were uh, top. And thank you for all that you gave us. Appreciate it. All right, uh, Al, we got a bunch of stuff to do what here. What do we got? Uh, I got Mel Reese coming up at uh, 820, and I have a drink. Uh, uh-huh. I would like him to rip Jonathan No, Gant. that's not going Come to happen. Come on. Oh, uh, he's not... the, you know Merrill's disappointed. No, but uh. Merrill, will do, Merrill will do it in-game. No, he's, he's great in-game. Yes. Merrill in Graham is the best play-by-play guy who gives you opinion. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does it seamlessly. Yes. You can't even tell the difference. Well, you have to when I you're doing the play-by-play. Know, I know Gannon was on his nerves in the second mm-hmm. half. It had to be. And, and uh, apparently, we have now managed, Al, uh, we spent the last three days canvassing the area to find the biggest Jonathan Gannon supporter. <laughs> what did you come oh. up with? Well, we found him right here at WIP, and oh. he's sitting with us now. Our football reporter, Elliot Shaw Parks. Hi, Elliot. Man, I was going to start by saying something nice, but maybe I'll wait till no, the end of the call and see how it goes before <laughs> I decide sure, if I want to throw a compliment your way. By the end here, I'm pretty sure that you will wanna, not want to say yeah. anything nice. I'll retire too by the end. <laughs> yeah. I just want, Elliot, the thing is that when there are losses that you know people will carry with them forever, Yeah. you say, well, I even read this, that if you find somebody you can point the blame at, It'll make it easier for you to process. Mm-hmm. And I really believe the goat, the, the, and not the goat in the new season. Yeah, yeah. No, the the old guy goat, that ruined case. this season and the Super Bowl was the man coaching our defense, Jonathan Gannon. You do not subscribe to that. Is that correct? No, I don't believe that Gannon is the reason they lost that game. I think the entire team lost that game. Everybody wants to focus on the defense in the second half. The offense handed them seven points in the first half. They scored one touchdown in the second half. They went three and out when the momentum was shifting. And no one talks about this enough. Nick Sirianni punted that game away when he punted on fourth and two, right? So did Gannon have a bad game? Yeah, the defense wasn't great, obviously, but they're also going up against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They held them really to 24 points, if you think about it, which I think everyone would have signed up for at the end of the day. The offense was just as bad in the second half as the defense was. It's a shame. I, look, I, I agree with you. It'd be easier if there was one, por- one person to point the finger at, but there's not. The whole team blew this game. All right. Um, I would like to play something for you because uh, uh, the term that he just used to describe the defense is right. Not great. Not great, yeah. All right? Yeah. Now, not great to me would be okay, but not really acceptable, yeah, right? Yeah. Not great is not terrible. Terrible, because what they were Catastrophic, was, to use a word that Marcus Hayes used. <laughs> what they were was historically terrible. Yes. And I will prove it now with a man I think you admire, Shield Kapadia. Oh, yeah. Of the Ringer. Yep. Now, Shield Kapadia, uh, much like Ruben Frick, 
is great with stats, yeah. mm-hmm. especially analytic stats. Mm-hmm. And he had this stat on how epic the fail was of that defense. Listen closely to this. You know, if you have friends out there and they're saying, no, Mahomes beats everyone, Mahomes is great against everyone, I just want you to give you some numbers. Eagles have played 400 games since 2000. That defensive performance with the stakes at their highest, that defensive performance ranked 391st (laughs) in EPA per drive and 395th. Think of all the crappy, freaking, no-talent defenses the Eagles have had in that span. Would you like to counter this argument or maybe change the term not great? I mean, they didn't play Mahomes those 400 times, did they? Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Elliot, What does that stat have to do with playing Patrick Mahomes? Elliot, you know know what it is, Elliot? You act like Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game. Do right. the Cincinnati defense have half the talent that the Eagles defense had? The Cincinnati year? defense no, no, no. is very good no, for no. what it's worth. Yeah, but is it as yeah. good as the Eagles? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's as good as the okay. Eagles. Okay, yeah. prior to they the AFC to- Championship, they beat them three straight times. They correct? did, absolutely. You, know, you act like they- literally Patrick Mahomes cannot be beaten, it- and that is simply not true. He's I'm not saying he can't be beaten. Times. What I'm saying is when offense hands the other team seven points, when the offense only scores once in the second half, it makes it Oh, harder. wait, I'm sorry. The Did de- the offense the- actually make plays the in the de- second half? What, what the happened defense, in the first half? The defense what the didn't defense make do? a single what, play. They made all types of plays they in the make- first half of the game. How they many, weren't even how on many the field. Points, how many points did they give up in they the first half? They weren't on the how field. How many points did they give up in the first Bad half? Al. They, on, they were hardly on the field. Why, you, why, why were they hardly Elliot, on the field? How many, super, why were they hardly how many on the field? Super Bowls are won in the first half? But, but okay, I agree. No, whole, it's no, in the second the half. Team Tampa, what, Tampa what did, had what did a plan the for Mahomes. Do in the second half? The offense had the ball three times and only scored once. Right. At the end of the day, that was a shootout. And, the, the money is on the offensive side of the ball. The head coach is an offensive head coach. The quarterback right. is about to get $50 million. I agree. They scored Gannon, 35 Elliot, points. The first, so they got to get 40 points the to win? They're the first team in NFL the, the history teams, to score again, 35 and lose in the you, Super Bowl. You guys are missing. I'm not saying the defense was good, but the, I don't get why everybody wants to point at Gannon when the special teams handed them t- a touchdown. Jalen Hurts handed them a touchdown. The offense went three and out. Nick punted the ball away. It, Gannon wasn't great, but at the end of the day, the best unit on this team is the offense. Will we all agree with that? That's true. Okay, and what unit came up small in the second half as well? The offense. It's Look, they lost. The Chiefs are a great team. I just don't think this idea that Gannon should be fired because he struggled against Mahomes and Andy. A lot of teams struggle against Mahomes and Andy. And, Rhea, you bring up the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. The week before, they gave up 23 points to the Chiefs, right? Yeah. If you take away the Hurts uh, fumble and the fact that the special teams basically gave up a touchdown, they're at 24 points. Did you the Chiefs s- average 30 points. If Hold you on. take away the touchdown, they're uh, at 31. Did like- you see Jonathan Gannon make any adjustments between the 20s in the second half? Any adjustments between the 20s, you're saying? Yeah, he played soft zone the entire half between the 20s. The only time he adjusted was when the Chiefs were in the red zone, and then they faked yeah. him out yeah, with the they, same they, play they ran. Again, with- Jonathan Gannon got outcoached. You're not going to hear me say he didn't. Andy Reid outcoached Jonathan Gannon. Andy Reid is, maybe I can say this now that he said something nice about Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Reid is maybe the best offensive head coach of all time when you consider just from a schematics perspective, right? He got outcoached. No one's disagreeing with that. But again, Jalen Hurts... Handed them seven points. To me, the main difference in the game is this. Both offenses were pretty good. Both defenses were bad. Right. One team made a critical Elliot. mistake. Like, that's now, what notice happened. I did not participate mm. in what was a great exchange here. I just wanted to. <laughs> how you could uh, point the finger at Jalen Hurts when down eight and the season on the line, he methodically drove his team down, mm-hmm. scored the touchdown, 
single-handedly got the two-point conversion, produced under the most dramatic moments of his career. And then the defense came out and stunk. In the moment, just compare under duress which of the units performed, Hurts in the offense or the defense. Please, Jalen Hurts. Tell this to somebody who's as dumb as you guys are, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Jalen Hurts was unbelievable in that game. That's a fact. He played really, really well. So it's, why are it's you also a fact him? That he handed the defense. He handed the Chiefs seven points. It is what it is. We oh, have to accept that. Please. Jalen Hurts had a great year. He got year. thirty-one. He yeah, and they he, again. He handed the defense. He ah! handed the Chiefs. It matters. They lost by what was it? Three points, and he handed them seven. If the defense plays the exact same game, and Jalen Hurts just holds onto the ball, they win that game. It doesn't mean the all finger right. is pointed at Jalen. It means the uh, the blame is all around in this game. I wasn't going to do this. Ellie. Oh no! I wasn't going to do this because uh -oh. I feel like we've attacked you enough. It's all right. But I That's happen I to have the most aggressive caller. Who's on the line next? I and I want to, I don't even, he hasn't called since the game. I don't know if he's blaming Gannon. Let us bring on the legend, Arson Arnie. Oh, Hi, Arnie. And now the end is near. Oh, no. Hey, how, how you doing, buddy? Arnie, oh. I need, before we get into that stuff, Arnie, yeah. you watch that. Are you angry every, with every the defense? Are the you defense, angry? The, 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 I'm angry with a lot of people, but the defense didn't show up. That yeah. they'd be, this was not the same Eagles defense I've seen all year, and they didn't make one single adjustment. I I, I, I didn't know what to do while I was watching that game. Right. I, I I started getting that feeling again, like oh we're going to lose, we're going to lose. Right. I didn't have that feeling all year, all Arnie, year. When it was thirty five thirty five, and you were kicking off with five fifteen to go, were you confident? No. No, that's no. the whole story that tells you at that point there was they were virtually powerless against that defense. I, I was starting virtually to think powerless. We we were. I I I I I was watching that game cursing because the defense did not show up, and right. we we made a lot of other mistakes too. But the defense didn't show up. Exactly, Arnie. Will you ever get over this, Arnie? You know what, Angel? In my entire life, there's only one game I ever went to that it physically affected me, and that was the the last game at Metro Stadium against Tampa yeah. Bay. Right. I, I came home that night. My my wife my wife said, "Why don't you just go upstairs?" I, I, I was <laughs> I, I I felt like I lost a kid after that. You know. Yeah. It it, it just it it kills you. It kills. It still you. hurts, but you are. And will always be Arnie, the most passionate sports fan in this city. You know what? And I'm Angel, glad you called in, Angel. You brought out something in me that I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I could be that aggressive. I didn't. <laughs> I, I I was a quiet guy until I started call, calling you, and it's, it, it was a personality I was unaware I really had. Cause I, 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 and I liked it. And I started calling your show, and I've been calling you for like 32 years now. Yep. Arnie, and, you were there at the beginning, and I, I just got to say, whenever I saw your name on there, I went, well, I know I got about three minutes that are going to be terrific on that radio show that day. That's nah, how you, much you, I think of you. Uh, you, you know what? I, I knew I had a strange relationship with you when you asked me to come to the house and break into your shed because you locked the bicycle in it. It was Christmas right. time. <laughs> Very true. Huh? You came and to South. I, I told you, I, my wife has a car. You came and picked me up and drove me back to Jersey to break into a shed. 
Well, we only know a few people who can break into things. So you... Wait, I needed a button knife. I popped it in two seconds. <laughs> I remember it, man. I, I, Angelo. You there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, no, I was just waiting over. Somebody you know very well. There's all, to, how can a person describe you? Yeah. You're a legend. You are a legend. I mean, you really are. You're like the Mike Schmidt of radio. You cannot be replaced. <laughs> right. I had a lot of fun over the years, but I mean, I, I really do love you guys. I, I do. I mean, the, thing, the things that happened to my life after, after I started becoming a known caller were amazing. It was amazing. Uh, you, you would go out in town, and, and after a while, you're afraid to talk because people are going to say, oh, oh, do I know you? You sound, you sound so familiar. And then my wife, oh, yeah, he's Arson Arnie. I would just shut up, Cindy. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure this is textbook for what you should do when you're a radio host, but I got so close to Arnie that he became like a pseudo father Mm. for my son because he would take him to events. My son, Neil, is here right now, Arnie. Do you remember when you uh, took him to a hockey game and got him a stick? He wanted, I, I walked into, I think it was the Hartford Wheeler's locker room, and just, I actually like I belonged there, and I grabbed it and walked out. I grabbed the stick, and, and I, he, he was... Neil was amazing. This is my son, Neil. Go ahead, Neil. Arnie, wasn't that a Sunday morning when they were doing the pregame show for an Eagles game? And 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 we snuck into the spectrum for a practice? Yes! Yeah! I forgot all about that! <laughs> <laughs> I did. Remember, I took you to, and, and I think it was in 1996, Angelo, he, he broke his wallet open, and me and Neil went to the All-Star game. And we had cops escorting us everywhere we went. We had two cops following us because the Phillies were afraid I was going to go streaking on the field. (laughs) You know, it's great. Wouldn't it be great if my son got arrested with you? I would have loved it. it. It would have been cool, man. (laughs) What a story that could have been. It would have been great. Arnie, I think you know how we feel about you here. And. Uh, you're the best. Uh, you I would, will always uh, Ray, be Ray, When I call after this week, I'm a, I'm I'm asking for Rhea because yep. I love her too. I do. Love her. Arnie, home. be well. Long and happy life ahead. Thank you, my friend. I, 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 I'll call you, Arnie. Arson Arnie, and uh, my son. I was I, he happened. My son happened to walk in just as mm. that was happening, and I went, well. Arnie, uh, you know, I go to bed. I'm not always available to do the things a father should do. Right. There were times when Arnie stepped in. (laughs) That's how amazing Austin Arnie is. It's great. Elliot, you're a good sport. Good luck. Thank you. Start to think more like us now. I'll try. Please start. It would be easier that way. And I'll say this, Angelo. uh, Obviously, there's a ton of nice things I could say, but the best compliment I can maybe give you is whenever I was on the air, whenever I talked to any other beat writers, we all agreed the call, the hit we were most nervous to do was with you because we never knew you were going to ask. We never knew what it was going to be like, but that's the ultimate sign of respect because you really know how to hit the topics and everything. So thank you so much for always having me on. It was a, a true dream come true to uh, be here today. Elliot Chuck Prox, ladies and gentlemen, I'm football guy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Elliot. 215-592-9494. I got to play something for you guys. I know you touched on it yesterday, but then Jason Kelsey did too. Right. When the Eagles scored the field goal, they went up 27-21. Okay. 
A lot of people on the offense thought they had lost the game. Yeah. Well, that's why you know the defense stuck. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. And I will play that stuff for you when we return, plus many other. We got the legend himself, the great Merrill Reese coming up. And my goal is, my my dream, my final going away gift, mm-hmm. Merrill Rips, Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> look, you got to aim high. All right. WIP Sports Time is 817. Winter Blues got you down. Colonial Marble and Granite has just the thing to pick you up. The lowest price sale of the season. Get a fully installed countertop for just $14.99, up to 40 square feet. 25% off select stone countertops in granite, marble, and quartz. $6,999, all in kitchen. That includes cabinetry and countertops. Also save on premium sink and faucet packages available on American Standard and Growhee products. Need financing? Colonial Marble and Granite offers zero money down and 0% financing for up to 18 months on purchases of $19.99 or more. Colonial completely transferred my kitchen. Absolutely love it. Their work is amazing. whole process was so much fun. I went to their King of Prussia location, worked with an incredible professional, Stella. She helped me select the perfect materials. Stop by an area showroom and a professional will guide you through your project from selection to installation or give Colonial Marble and Granite a call, set up a free in-home consultation. For details and all the lowest price of the season savings, visit colonialmarble.net today. Radio 94 WIP 2020 Sports. Brought to you by Nass Cancellari. Well, sometime today, the Arizona Cardinals will introduce Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. Maybe sometime during that news conference, Gannon will be asked about the disastrous outing by his defensive unit. Second half of the Eagles' Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. Sixers beat the Cavs 118-112. The head off on the All-Star break, Joel Embiid 29. He hit the 10,000-point mark. Embiid unsure if he'll play in the All-Star game, said not been healthy for a couple of weeks. Philadelphia's asbestos attorneys, Nas Cancellari, have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC10 first alert forecast brought to you by Dr. Glatt. Cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon, a high of 66. Failing or thinning hair? Call the region's premier hair restoration expert for men and women, Dr. Paul Glatt. Book a consultation at drglat.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. 2020 Sports on Sports Radio 94WIP. Oh, wow. Welcome back. 824. I heard a longer version than that. Okay. Uh, uh, Charlie Manuel did acknowledge uh, my existence. Yes. Uh, understand, as recently as the last run by the Phillies, Cindy Webster was very close to, to Charlie, tried to get him as a guest. Yeah. And he said, hell no. So he never changed his opinion. Cindy, how did you even get him to say that? Hold on, I need the mic. I don't have anybody here. Sorry, he's helping me with something. I said money talks. <laughs> you, you paid him? No, I'm just kidding. He wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. There's a longer version. Why didn't he, we play I, the whole version? I don't version? know, yeah. I need the whole version. Somebody find the whole version of that because he did do a lot, and he, 
I I got the sense he didn't know what to say. Oh, see, I think he really respects you on no, some level. No, he does not. Al, does he know. respect me? He's a nice man. No, I know. That's not the answer. <laughs> or maybe the answer, no. And she could have said no. Exactly. No, I know he could have, but here's why he did it. And again, I'm not here to, to belittle people who are saying nice things about me. No, of course not. He did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he did it for Cindy Webster, yeah. who he loves. Oh, yeah, I get along great with him. Favor. Yes, you're right. Right? Yeah, actually. Because, uh, and honestly... Uh, you know, I, look, I'm not going to make an enemy again. He already hates me. <laughs> right. We would have won three. Uh, we should have won three. Wow. I, really? I, I, I mean, uh, no, I'm not. Well, I know exactly. we should have won two. I'm with you on that. We should have won two. have a little Phillies news. What do you got? They have actually signed a uh, two-year contract extension with Sir Anthony Dominguez, who was eligible for arbitration. That's good. There you go. Ball won. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Gee, you, there you we want go. me to suddenly change in a second of last show? No, no change I tomorrow. I won't be here. Uh, no, you. Uh, let me make this. I will be. Here. You have to be here at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's the last show we'll ever do together. Yep. You got to feel pretty sentimental. Oh yeah, I'm going to do a speech. Uh, you are going to do a speech. I'll do it today instead of tomorrow, since I might not. You know. Right, go ahead, do no. it now. Off the top of my head? No, I thought... All right. Uh, no, Lacey. no, no, no. I honestly I can, thought you were going to say three words. It, I'll do one to... No, no, later, later. No, I, I won't do one. I, I honestly didn't think you were going to do one. Neither. <laughs> anyway, let me get to a legend no. I happen to be sitting next to. All right. A man who once again, Merrill, I just... I can't, no matter what, I won't be uh, talking about these games anymore. But I'll only be listening to Marilyn Mike for every Eagle game I ever watch. Well, I, I really appreciate your support. You have been so You're great awesome. to us. You're awesome. Thank you. But, but Meryl, I, I, just help me with this, all right? Because I'm telling you, it's, a, it's hard to do your last week when you've experienced the most disappointing loss I've ever experienced as an Eagles fan. How are you handling it? It's tough. It, it is really tough, Angelo. But the fact of the matter is this team... This team did so many great things this season, and so many people were involved in it that I just feel good about it. All right, Meryl, I need to blame someone. You know my <laughs> style. I always feel better, and, and I have really locked in on the defensive coordinator because the Eagles, with a very talented defense, were helpless against Patrick Mahomes in the second half. It was tough. Can I it blame was... Gannon? No. What do you mean now? No, I, here's why. Here's why. I'm going, to, I'm going to give you two reasons that the Eagles lost that game. <clears throat> two reasons. And as much as I love Hurts, and he had a phenomenal game, number one, a fumble and subsequent scoop and score. Right. And number two, the punt return that set up another touchdown. Right. Take those two away, and the Eagles win the game. No, here's why I don't think so. Because I don't think, let's just say, the ball bounces and rolls dead on the punt. Do you have any faith that they're going to stop Mahomes going right down the field and score? Well, you have any faith? Because they didn't do it any other time. Why were they going to do it that time? It, the fact of the matter is they would have had an opportunity to do that. And the, they other thing, the other thing, Angelo, is the fact that this team did so many things well. They really did. And then to point the finger at one guy who was responsible for a lot of their success this year, and I, I know what you're saying, and I know I how like frustrating it, it is. I, and, and here's the thing. Uh, the other thing, the Hurts thing, I guess I just, I love this guy. I mean, I love Jalen Hurts. He, he's my favorite Eagles quarterback of the 33 years. 
But Angelo, I if, have been a Hertz guy, right? From, you, the, from the very, the very beginning. beginning right? From the very beginning. That damn Sayamalu. None of it happens if he just waits for the snap. They're going to get the first down. They always convert third and one. You know they're going to get it. Don't jump because that's what led to the fumble. I'm See, you, you, can, you can find a lot of things yes. throughout that game. You know what upset me so much? Watching, what? Last night watching the tape of the game. Oh, you wa- now, oh, how did you do that? Well, I was watching for other things. But right. the thing that upset me more than anything else is here is the biggest game of the football season. The the ultimate game, and they play on an on an ice rink. Oh, I'm what watching was that people about? Sliding all over the place. What was that about? I don't know. Did I, it I get worse after the half? Yes, they were sliding all over the place. You saw Hassan Reddick, who had an amazing season, coming around the outside, and his legs going out from under him. That kind of stuff just kills you. Damn you, Rihanna. Damn you. Rihanna? She was in the air. No, Al. How many dances did they have on that field? The field was already in bad that shape. That field was already in bad shape before she it showed up. It got worse. Yeah. It was worse. Meryl, worst loss ever for the Eagles? No. 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 I, I'll give you the worst that give I Give me the worst. I have never left the stadium feeling as badly as I did in 2002 at the, at the, uh, at the vet. The last when, vet game? last vet game against oh. Tampa Bay. that would have, And they were heavy favorites to go to the Super Bowl that year. And they just came up so short. Wow. I mean, it was, it was a horrible game with Donovan McNabb throwing mm-hmm. to Rondé Barber. Wow. But listen, that, what can you do? But this game, this game were, was, was two teams giving it everything they had. And it went down to the final two minutes. Well, this is all I want to say to you, For all these years, you are beyond extraordinary. Right, and there was this, a, a second series of the game. Our broadcast was not synced with the actual Super Bowl hmm. coverage, so I I shut you guys off for one series, and I was pulling my hair out, and I said I got to go back, and it was synced. You guys did a phenomenal job with that broadcast. Did a phenomenal job with every broadcast for the years I've listened to you. You enhanced every game's enjoyment. By the way, you did a game. And you did it by telling me what's going on and sliding opinions in along the way. Phenomenal well, stuff. Well, we respect the audience. We respect the yes. Eagles fans, and they deserve nothing more than honesty. Right. The fact of the matter is this team will never play again together. Yeah. There will be, there will be guys who retire. There will be free agencies. There will be a draft, different assistant coaches coming right. in. But I will tell you this. It's a great organization. They really have a great organization from top to bottom. Number two, they have an elite, and I use the word elite, young quarterback, 24 years old, who has not reached his ceiling yet. He's going to be better. And not only that, they have a fan base that can motivate them Ah. and drive them on, and they have people like you who just incite that fire and and get everybody behind them. I mean, you know, you're critical. But you know what? I get up on Monday morning, and the first thing I do, at 6 o'clock in the morning, on the Monday after the game, I jump up and say, what does Angelo think? Yeah. And I want to hear you. know, I call you sometimes. You at do. 10, I'm dead tired because I can sleep well the night before the game. The night after a game, I just roll around. Yeah. But when it comes to 6 o'clock in the morning, I want to hear what you think. And, and I'll miss that because you're critical, you're tough, but deep down, 
you love this team as really much do. as anybody. You really, really, do. really do. That evolved. Uh, you helped that to happen for you, Merrill. Thank you. Thank Mike for phenomenal work. Thank you so much. Well, we appreciate that, Angelo. Right. And uh, we will stay in touch because you have, oh, for so many years, from the days that I met you, when you used to drive me, Oh, because the WIP wouldn't rent a car. Yep. We were in Oakland, <laughs> Michigan, and you had a rental car, and you used to drive me out to practice right. uh, every day in Oakland, Michigan. And, and I never said a word. I would just sit there, and you would rant about this, and you would rant about they were two minutes late making up your room yesterday, and you hated your coffee. And, and I would just sit there and saying, this poor soul needs a talk show so badly. <laughs> I was I was working my routine back then. Oh, I've right? seen it. Believe me, you, you right. had it. Right. Every morning was a talk show, Ria. Mel, we love you, man. You're you're so great. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Angelo. Uh, Al, huh? I want you to hear the uncut Charlie uh, Manuel. Okay. Could you tell me how sincere this is? All right. Let's listen to Charlie. Angelo, this is Charlie Manuel. I know over the years, you know, like uh, you and I kind of hung away from each other, but at the same time, you know, uh, you touched a lot of people. You did a lot of great things, and uh, people were very interested in you, and you entertained a, uh, quite a few people, and I admire you for that. And I said, uh, I want to tell you that uh, uh, at times I wouldn't get upset with you, but it also, too, I always looked at it as, if anything, you might have motivated me a little bit. I'm, I might be a, too small of a person to really uh, tell you that, but at the same time, uh, no hard feelings. I wish you the best in life, and go get them. Wow. Al, sincere? Yeah, he basically Kinda said. Was. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, that I, was very nice. I can't uh, believe all of it. How much did you pay him, Cindy? How much? I, I can't disclose. It over, was a lot. Over five. It was way more than they pay me here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily that much. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, uh, Merrill, thank you, Cindy. Thank, thank you, thank you so much. George is on line. Hi, George. Hey, hello. Gosh, thanks for taking my call. I do not have the iconic nature of some of your callers. Hmm. I know you before many of your callers know you, back from when I was pitching papers for the Projo in the 70s and 80s, reading your columns. And Billy fans, who are good friends of mine, who encouraged me when they found out about my Projo paper pitching, have you ever listened to our Angelo Cataldi on WIP? I said I listened to him. I pitched papers when he used to write about local sports here in Rhode Island. Uh, do, your re- do your callers know you're one of the very few people who covered the longest game in professional sports history? Pawtucket, Red Sox, so No, listen to me. All right, George, I'm blo- g- glad you brought that up. I covered all 33 innings. I covered the interesting one. Al covered the last one. And this jackass, George, has been taking credit for 40 years as if he was there when uh, it was 37 degrees for 32 innings, eight and a half hours. I did the left field line. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And by and the way, the Angelo, <laughs> fellow URI graduate here on the line. Right. Well, George, that's uh, you're kind to remember. There have been a lot of weird things that have happened during a career, but uh, your support and the support of all the listeners got us through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of years, and I, I'm indebted to you, George. Thank you. Famous call-ins, by yes. the way? Yep. President Obama, although he wasn't Barack President Obama. Obama. All right, quick story on Obama. Got in now. trouble with that one. Barack Obama called in before the NCAA. He was running for president first time. Okay. He was doing a radio tour because he was getting his name out there. Right. He was just being discovered. Right. I did not get the message that he wanted to talk 
a basketball. <laughs> so I asked him political questions. He had not been properly briefed. No, no. He made a highly controversial, racially insensitive reference. Really? And yeah, he did. It became national news. And then um, he was gracious enough to come back on. Is like so? the next week mm-hmm. after the first round of the NCAA tournament. And in that conversation, we talked only about <laughs> basketball. It was awesome. President Obama, before he was president, actually but was on this show th- twice. Th- just to give some reference, it was about, wasn't it involving right. his grandmother? Like yes. he was telling a story. He was telling a story but, about how life has changed, how yes, culture has changed. And it was, but yeah. it did not get interpreted in a positive no. way. Wow. And he got in hot water. Yeah. Politically. So no matter what happens the no. rest of his life, he'll remember you. I, I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. I tried. I apologized to him when he called mm-hmm. back in. But the be, truth being, I actually knew a little more about politics than I did about college basketball. Yeah. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Guess Two who's here five. that you can get into it with next? Who's next? Ike Reese. Ike oh, Reese. No. That fraud. Oh, no. WIP Sports Time 838. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now's the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset, not to mention the savings on your energy bills. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during these cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, including in my home, all with 96% customer satisfaction now's the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home all while saving on your energy bills call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit plus make no down payment no payments and pay no interest for 24 months this offer won't last long call window nation today 866-90-NATION or go to window nation Eight forty-three on the first of our two goodbye shows. We are in the big room today with lots of people who have been so supportive of our station. We're callers, sponsors, mm-hmm. a lot of the people that are part of our sales crew here have done such a great job keeping us all in business all these years. And uh, I just uh, that was Dick Vermeil. That was totally sincere. Oh, absolutely. And I'm no Al. Honestly, and and the thing that I loved about having Dick Vermeil every week is. Every week, it, it brought me back to Brookie, because Brookie and Dick Vermeer were Absolutely. very, very close. Yeah. And Brookie uh, had issues with a lot of the things I did, but he would have been happy <laughs> that in our last six years, Dick Vermeer was a part yes, of the yeah. show he started many, many years ago. Yeah, and that was a great a thing. A emotional, Angelo, and I love you so much. <laughs> oh, just, All right, Joe. Me a minute. Joe, I brought you in. Terrific for, job. <laughs> All right, Joe, thank you. I wasn't bringing you in for this right this second. <laughs> Uncle Bigford rides again. All right, get up. Come right. see. When you're done with all this ass kissing, come yeah. see me. All right, I'll see him. Uh, that is our former boss. Anyway, uh, right here with us is uh, the great uh, Ike Reese. 
one of the true, true foundational blocks yes. of WIP. And uh, Ike, uh, I don't want to end on a sore note. <laughs> I couldn't word, tell on the way in here. I word tell. has reached me, Mr. Reese, yes. although you are widely regarded as the expert on defense at WIP. At oh. least till you, Douglas, gets here next exactly, week. Exactly, yes. <laughs> far more knowledgeable. Far more but knowledgeable. You are not laying the blame on a defensive coordinator who was literally helpless in the second half and blew a Super Bowl your team was supposed to win. Uh, Is that correct? Well, here's the thing, right? First of all, congratulations on a wonderful career. <laughs> it's not going to help. Right, I'm trying, trying to get this, get this over with as soon as I can. <laughs> all right. um, on the way in here, right, I got a chance to hear Elliot on with you guys. Yep. And that was terrifying. <laughs> I'm just telling you <laughs> that that was terrifying on the way in here. Uh, no, in all, in all seriousness, here's what I'll say. I do think there is a lion's share of the blame that could go to the defense. That's not that, that, and this has been my stance. Right. I, I'm not, I'm not, um, absolved Jonathan Gannon, the scheme. The fact that we couldn't get the ball back after Jalen Hurts got that two-point conversion and tied the game up, that should have lit a fire under the defense to get the ball back. But Elliott is right when he says there's blame to go around for everyone. And the offense, as great as they were in the first half, they didn't take advantage in the second half when they should have. And the coach is a part of that as well. He's been aggressive all year. He's gone for it in times that I didn't agree with, and he proved me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I was screaming at the TV Sunday that he should have gone for it on fourth and two from his own 32-yard line. But the fact of the matter is you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, and if you give the ball back to Pat Mahomes in a punt, you're basically surrendering a possession. Aggressiveness has what allowed this team to be as great as they've been on offense. And so that played a part in it. The special teams, the right. punt return. This that's is all really one. great. You're just trying to avoid the main no. thing. The <laughs> no, main what I'm thing was four drives, three touchdowns, and the fourth would have been yes. but the guy slid down at one. Yes. That, to me, preempts everything else. You know what's wrong with the offense? Yeah, they did a lot of bad mm-hmm. things. When they needed eight points, they went right down the field, and Hurts found a way to get them eight points, and then the defense collapsed one last time. Yeah. You can't talk your way around that. What I need to know is this. Mm-hmm. You were – Whatever, whether people think you're a great player or a good player, you were a smart player. I was a smart smart player. player. I'll I'll take that. I I wasn't great, but I was smart. As a linebacker, how many times would you have gotten sucked in when on October 2nd, Doug Peterson ran the motion play where the guy goes back and he's wide open and not fixed it two separate times when it happened back-to-back in the Super Bowl? How is that forgivable? It's not. It's not. And I place the blame on the players. It's the technique that they played. It's how they tried to execute the defense that was called there. We wanted man coverage. That's what Kansas City was anticipating. I thought Darius Slay, Darius Slay played the first touchdown to Darius Tony completely wrong. He okay. caused a chain reaction with Avante Maddox. I mean, they could have threw the ball to Travis Kelsey or Kadarius Tony on that play. On the other, on the, when it happened on the next drive, on the other side, I just think Avante Maddox got caught in a difficult position. It was a blitz. By the way, everybody wants Jonathan Gannon to blitz. He blitzed on that play, and it cost him. Because now, 
Avante Maddox has to wait for the blitz to clear while also watching his man and anticipating him running a route across the field. He starts to chase. Uh, uh, can't, can't think of the kid's name now. Twenty-four. He came back out. The receiver, Sky Moore. Sky, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. He came back out, and Avante Maddox was out of place. Wow. So it didn't take much to get those guys out of place. But, but Ike, on those two plays. Mm-hmm. They they were che- they were feeling them out the play before. Yeah, okay? exactly so right. My question is: Is there anybody on the defensive coaching staff on the sidelines or up in the booth who would have noticed it the third time? Right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I epic fail. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and try to justify what happened on those final plays. Right, I, I'm not, uh, and it's ironic because the play Bradford got called for the the uh, holding call on mm-hmm. oh. that gave them the first down. It was a similar action where uh, Juju Schuster Smith is is faking like he's going to go across, and then he comes back out. Yep, Bradbury closes the area within him, but when he start, decides to come back out, he tugs him a little bit, and that's why they called the flag. Right. Do Same you action. call that? You call that when you haven't called it all day? Didn't call it all day. Yeah. There were holds all over the field. They no, that was go. a terrible call. They, that, they, they'll make that call in that spot. That was a terrible call. Terrible that, call. That was a terrible call. Here's what I would do to try to wiggle my way out of this. Here we go. All right, go ahead. If you're asking me to rank yes. where you place the blame, yeah. Jonathan Gannon in the defense is at yes. the top right. of the Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I agree with that. Thank you. I, See, you're more open-minded than yeah. that idiot uh, Shaw Parks. <laughs> At least we finally brought you around. Hmm. We have great respect for you. Did you play more games than Elliot? I've been consistent with this. I've said this always. That's okay. I don't even know how I got lumped into that. We had a caller. It was a caller called up and said you hung up on them. Yes, uh, apparently somebody. It had to be John Marks. I don't hang up on callers. He doesn't do that. Marks is like that. Well, I don't control the board. You know, since he got the hair back, he's been different. That's what I've noticed. I agree. We love you, man. Hold on real quick. It's an honor. To work with you all these years. No, it's not. It's not my day, Angelo. It's your day. So listen, mm-hmm. I've, I've told this story every time I've I've uh, talked about how I got interested in sports talk radio and coming to WIP. So listen to this guy on the way to work <laughs> in ninety eight and ninety nine in the mornings. You know, I, I thought this city was crazy, right? I, I never heard sports talk radio done in this fashion, and he was sort of the ringmaster. Mm-hmm. But what, what, what appealed to me was the callers calling up. I thought they were really characters. I didn't think that, that these were like real <laughs> fans that were calling up. I thought this was all like a show, like, a, like an act, yeah. the way things carried on. And it, it drew me like a moth to a flame. And I went from being a casual, casual listener to being a dedicated listener Every morning. Wow. And I'm not, I, I am not lying. Wow. I, it, I, I, got, I got drawn in, and I went from wanting to be on television to saying, that's what I would love to do. Wow. That's what I would love to do. Because I, I, I love the back and forth. Real quick, one final story before you get me out of here. And you guys may remember this. We, you guys were at the uh, uh, Fifth Street. Yeah. This is when you, you, were, yeah, guys, yeah. you guys were there. You remember the first time you had me in? It was like 2001. I believe, were 2002. I came in in the summer as a guest, and I brought my son and my nephew with me. Oh, yes. At that time. They had to be like, I think, seven and eight years old at this time. So I come in, and (laughs) you guys are in the middle of doing the 
you were getting ready. You were setting up for the Miss WIP yeah. pageant <laughs> out, out, oh, at, out no. at Chickies oh, and Pete's. Out, out, out at Chickies and Pete's in Northeast, yeah. right? So you guys invite me to be a judge, a celebrity you judge. You brought your son? <laughs> yeah. And I brought my son and my nephew with me. Hold oh, on, but here's man. the thing. I thought it was a real pageant. Like, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't realize wow. what I was getting into. <laughs> so I bring oh, my dear. seven and eight-year-old with me here, and we got half-naked women running around yep. everywhere. Yeah. Now, I'm mortified, and these two got two big cheese grins on their face. <laughs> Well, they're like, yeah, Dad, yeah, Uncle, thanks for bringing us here. And the first thing I said to him on the way home. Don't tell Mom. You better not tell anybody I had you out here. (laughs) So what you're telling us is we brought your kids right into puberty. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I love you, brother. Love you. Thank you for everything, man. It's been an honor to work with you at a station for so many years. Continue success. And not enough today, not just you, my brother. Thank you, Rhea, Al. Joe Wechter, everybody a part of the morning show. I know Angelo is the headliner, and rightfully so. He is the genius behind this thing. But the real brains and the hard work goes to these guys. <laughs> totally correct. <laughs> totally <laughs> correct. Thank you all. And I'll Thank say you. this further, boy. I think Marx has basically gotten carried by you for years. <laughs> He's lucky to have you, I <laughs> Don't start trouble in the afternoon, man. Come on. Be Love good. you, brother. Ladies Thanks. and gentlemen, speaking of these characters, on the line with us is Eagle Shirley. Hi, Cheryl. Good morning, family and friends. Oh, my goodness, Angelo. What? Just listening to everyone just come on or call in or, or be there and just, you know, pay so much respect as, you know, as everyone should. You just touch the hearts of so many folks. And I know you don't like listening to all that stuff. I'm just saying for me, um, you know, and when my mom passed in 2010 and I was, uh, I was just done, done with sports, done with talk radio, done with everything. And when I, um, talked to you, um, I came to Clearwater. I went to Clearwater and I showed you, I wanted to, you know, do radio, do television. I went to high school for it in William Penn. I was in the broadcasting communication, you know, um, classes and, you know, you say, you know what, Shirley? You told me at Clearwater, meet me down at the, the Tiki Club, the Tiki uh, Bar. Meet me down at 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, 4.30? But when I came downstairs and saw how you prepare, like a lot of folks don't know, but ones that know you, how you prepare for every show on a legal pad. When I saw the legal pad written with fine how small your handprint was and how many pages you had so much information. I was like, what? like it blew my mind to see how much information you had. And you said, you know what? You can do this. You need some more. You need to study some more. So you told me about Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I mean, I could have went to school, you know, for um, broadcasting communication, but I, I loved IT more, so I went to school for that. But to make a long story short, when I went to school for, School at Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Cherry Hill, that opened up my mind to so many other possibilities. And then you, I had a show called The Dash with Shirley. You came on my show. <laughs> After you left your show, when they had wine tasting there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, no, he's not about to come on my show. And he just had a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> Yeah, but and it, it showed. So I was, I was really, really. I had a lot of great stories that day. Sure, <laughs> I know you did. We had to edit. We had to edit your your part so much. Yeah, I swore a couple of times on her show. Yeah. I thought it was allowed. <laughs> sure, sure. Do fun. I have to tell you every time something happens in an Eagles game, good or bad? 
I think of you. you know, sometimes uh. you'll even text me, but I'll think of you and go, whatever her reaction, and that's probably the reaction of the city. And I use you, especially these last 10 or 15 years, as the barometer for what was registering and what wasn't in the city. Because I really feel you are the emotion of the fan base in the city. What you feel is usually what we feel. And that's why I know you're calling me now. You're still in pain over last Sunday. Are you not? Angelo, let me tell you something. I'm disguising this anger because I don't want that anger to, to go in the negative area. So I'm so glad the 76ers had a game so <laughs> that I went to and yelling and screaming. But I really want to yell and scream, you know, from, you know, Sunday night, you know, the way we lost that game. And it's just painful even talking about it. People have been texting me, emailing me, calling me, and I've just, like, been ignoring so much stuff. I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to everybody because I don't want to go back there. Yep. Like, you know, talking about it again, it just it takes you back to those plays. It takes you back to – and I know people keep saying, I know Hurts fumbled. He fumbled that ball. I know he did. But that man made up for that. Yes. When he fumbled that ball, exactly. I wasn't even upset. I'm nope. being honest with you. Because of who he was, and I knew – I told my son, I said, watch what happened next. Watch, he going to get it back. I'm with you, Cheryl. I'm right up against this here. Cheryl, if I don't get a chance to talk to you again, your contributions to this show have been beyond valuable. They have been that more people react to the things you've said and the the excitement and energy you bring. All I can do is thank you and hope to remain your friend for many years to come. Oh, yeah. We we, we friends for life, baby. We family. I love you all. I'll be calling tomorrow. Love you, you, Cheryl. Take care. Eagle Shirley, ladies and gentlemen. I am way late here, but I am not going to stop a man who was once the president of the Philadelphia 76ers, ah. our good friend Billy King. Billy, thank you for checking in with us today. Well, Angelo, I, I could not miss this day. Um, I'm sorry, Indiana. I'm uh, traveling out to the NBA All-Star game uh, today, but um, I had to call in and just say, uh, for 25, 26 years, I've known you. It's been, it's been a thrill. Uh, even when you were... You know, killing me, uh, saying bad things about me. It, 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 you know, I, I knew it wasn't personal. I knew you were just, you know, speaking for the fans. And then, as uh, Shirley said, working with you guys, um, the work you put in, uh, how early you get there. Uh, when I started, I said, asked Rhea, I said, what time should I get here? Rhea goes, you, said, you told me, yeah, just come like at 6. You'll be fine. Rhea goes, no, get there at 5 and spend, <laughs> spend an hour with you. And that hour every morning was great because I got the feel of what the show was going to be like. I've got to ramp it up or that I can try to calm you down. But it, it, was a, it was a real joy those three years being there. And uh, going to miss you, my man. Bill, uh, I, uh, you know, we work with a lot of co-hosts, some people in sports like you. Nobody was able from the beginning to blend as well as you were, to understand the rhythm of a show, to get your opinions in, and to keep it light. You were a master from day one. Nobody picked it up quicker than you did, Billy. And I just kept thinking to myself, why was he not a better GM the way he did this job? Billy, I'm joking. You are a great GM. We had our best run with you here. Now, you know what, Andrew? The greatest thing about this town is I used to say to all the beat writers when I was with the um, Sixers, because they would come with me questions, and I said, why do you guys let Angelo set your agenda? I listened to Angelo this morning, so I knew what questions you guys were going to come with. And yep. you really did. You set the agenda for a lot of people uh, in, the, in the vibe. People want to hear what your reaction on every game after the game. And um, for as long as you did it, I, I admire you because for three years, I only had to get up one day a week early. And, and, I didn't get up, <laughs> and I didn't get up as early as you did. 
Well, you were great. And Billy, all I can do is thank you for all that you brought to our show. You were phenomenal. When you were president, you answered all the questions we asked. That when you were a co-host, you did a phenomenal job. Thank you, Billy. Thank you. And I still have that landline phone, so, you know, when I call, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way I call you is on your landline. All right. Well, you and you and Rhea are the yes. only one that still use it, yes. so I know when you're calling. Billy, thank you, pal. You're welcome. Take care and enjoy yourself, Ange. The great Billy King. We got another hour of this. Lots of conversation. Hopefully more conversation on Jonathan Gannon and how we ruined our lives. 215-592-9494. When we come back, though, I saw Howard Eskin here. We got to get him up here next. Mm -hmm. WIP Sports Time, 9 o'clock. Welcome, welcome back. I know I never know when to come in now because there's all this extra stuff going. on. That was my stepdaughter Caitlin, and mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you, she's like her brother. They they are not performers per yeah. se. That took a lot, and I thank you so much for doing that for us. Ava Graham, real quick, give us an update on our question of the day. It's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads, visit ArminChevy.com. See Armin's quality certified, one owner, low mileage, pre-owned inventory. Do you think you'll ever get over the Eagles' loss in Super Bowl 57? 52% say no. No, Hmm. let's find out with a man who has dealt with more losses than all of us. (laughs) For all these years, the pioneer of sports talk in Philadelphia, Howard Eskin. How you doing, Howard? I've never had a bad day in my life, but there's some bad moments mixed <laughs> right? into those days. Well, will that one stick with us forever? Is that a reference point like some of the other big, big, big losses? There'll be other losses. I don't know that that's the worst. When it's so close, you can't get away from it. But when you look back... I don't know that it could be the worst. It was a Super Bowl loss after the 2004 game, uh, the 2004 Super Bowl. You'd say, well, that was the worst loss. And then you get over that and you move on. Uh, The Phillies, uh, I mean, the World Series when Cliff Lee blew, what was it, a 4 nothing lead? That was a pretty bad loss. So you remember those. But is it the worst? Right now it's the worst. But I don't think it will be the worst when you kind of put them all together and, and, right. and think about Howard, it. Howard, uh, one of the reasons I love listening to our broadcast when I'm watching the games is the reports we get because you are really giving us stuff we wouldn't get on TV. Um, second half, when the wheels were coming off the defense, could you tell what was going on on the sideline? Was there chaos? Were people upset? What was happening? Well, they're not. They're upset when players miss assignments. I will say this. The fact that you killed Jonathan Gannon is predictable. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, here we go. And yeah, accurate, but, by the way. Uh, well, and uh, accurate. Well, the first touchdown where the receiver wasn't covered, big play slay was oh. little play slay. Yep. All right? The second one, and talking to the coaches, there was a blitz, and Jonathan Gannon, if you talked to him, would admit that it was the wrong play call in that situation, as it turned out. But people complain, well, they don't blitz, they don't blitz. So, but it's still the players have to make plays. So, in, in the reality, on the sidelines, are they happy? No. Is there chaos? No. Uh, when they scored the touchdown, there was such energy to tie the game up with the oh, two point. There tremendous. was such energy. So, it's, it, there's an ebb and flow 
on the sideline. I mean, did Devontae Smith catch the ball? Uh, did Dallas Goddard catch the ball? One, yeah, one no, one yes. There's so many things, but you can't blame one thing. The fumble, what's worse than the fumble is the penalty before yep. because the quarterback sneak would have been a first down. Say Amalo. So oh. the punt, the punt return, which obviously leads to the touchdown. There's so many different things. And despite what you may think, Andy Reid is the best coach in football. He's better than Bill Belichick. Uh, he is the best coach in the NFL right now. All right, Howard, I want to do something different here because <laughs> I'm, I'm pre- you know, I have to do this thing at the end where I kind of do a speech, and Al's going to do one too now, right. I found out, which what? is really exciting to me. You but, talked about it two hours ago. And, and, <laughs> Howard, I realized that um, I could not do this without pointing out that you cleared the way for all of us, that you were a sports talk pioneer in this town, and you, right from the beginning, set a template that we, when we were angry, we would tell people why we were angry, and we would point fingers. When you first started that, did you get a lot of negative feedback? No one was ready for that when you started. You really cleared our way so we could do it that way. I learned... A lot of what I do, I attribute to listen to you. I was a guest on your show when I was a reporter on the Inquirer. Did, what was it like when you would really rip into somebody okay, when so they weren't ready for it? Here's the way it started. Now, I started doing FM talk before I started at WIP, and that's one of the reasons that the general manager at that time, his name was Mike Craven, asked me if I would do it again when I went to Channel 29 to do a 10 o'clock news, and that's how it started here. But I remember the first station, which was an FM station, which, by the way, the frequency this company owns right now, 96.5, when the program director said, you don't have to be nice to everybody. You were going to be nice? Well, I was for like three months. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Took three months for me to get to be me. Uh, So... He says, you don't have to be an I If you want to express something, go ahead. And that's when I said, all right, the way I'm thinking, if a caller is an idiot, I'm going to tell him he's an idiot. Uh, if a caller is a dope, I'll reach that level and call him a dope. And if the caller makes some good points, I'll do that too. But you don't have to be nice to everybody. So I kind of picked it up from there. And then... It, at first, when I criticize players, and I go down there, and, and John sees me, you know, down there all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it's the Sixers coach, whether it's a player, Allen Iverson, we were good for three years, and then his posse told him I was bad for him. <laughs> so, and now every time he sees me, man, I love you. I, I, I don't know how it, it, it transforms, but in the end, if you're right, they know you're right. The all Sean Jeffrey thing, which I took a lot of heat for, and I did it with you. It's when still I one of my them. favorite moments. Yeah. Waterboarding. <laughs> all these years. I know. I love that moment. I just Howard. let it out. It was accurate. I got heat, so I went down there, yep. like I always do, and not once did he come up to me and say anything. Wow. Other players would say, hey, listen, Jason Worth. Yep. When I called him a marginal Major League Baseball player. Right. After the Charlie Manuel fight on ESPN, I did that. And at the end of the season, when they won uh, the division, he poured champagne on me, not out of happiness, out of anger. He says, marginal major league baseball. Like, I should get all season to tell me that. 
So we sat down and talked for about 40, 45 minutes after the season was over. And now we're actually friends. And he he said to me, if you have to do your job, I will understand. Uh, wow. So in the end, they kind of sort it out. But I'm there if they want to talk about it. It's just you can't be nice to everybody. You got to have opinions, as you well know. And we do on WIP. Uh, some of them uh, sort uh, sort out to be right, and some of them, when you're down the line, say, "Well, you know what? Maybe I was wrong in in that instance." But right. you got to do what you feel is right. One more, Howard, and this is going to be a hard one for you, because I know what you you love this stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> it's in your DNA. Your son is a program director in New York. Will he ever retire? Will I ever retire? Will Howard Eskin ever retire? I can't spell that word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah You'll, they'll drag you off the sideline. How side about line, dog? Right? right? <laughs> 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 Howard, they'll, they'll have to drag you off the sideline. No, you know what? Uh, as long as I enjoy it and you, you think about, all right, am I still enjoying it? And I get those questions from different people. Right. Sean Payton I saw on the sidelines and kind of said the same thing. And I knew Sean when he was here with the Eagles and, not, and he related the story. Uh, like chapter and verse, and he says, you know, are you ever going to stop? I said, when I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing, that's when you got to stop. Or when somebody tells you, and you're lucky that nobody told you, and I'm lucky that nobody told me. And that's, you know, the fact that we work in this business for as long as we do is really an accomplishment. It really is. It is really, really hard. Chris Russo said a nice thing to me at the Super Bowl, a mad dog. Uh, oh, yeah. He says, I remember you at the beginning, and you, some people say, without you, this Super Bowl uh, radio road doesn't happen. I was there when there was 10 radio stations. Yep. Walter Payton walked by. I said, Walter, can you sit down? Yeah, no problem. But that's what you do. But to stay in this business for as long as you do uh, and accomplish what you accomplish, that's what, that's what you accomplish. I just, Howard, all I want to say is we've had our times. <laughs> yes, we have. But I'll say this. I, I want to thank you for clearing the way for the rest of us, because you did. And, well, and thank you for that. Thanks, Steve Fredericks, for doing it, too. Well, Both of you guys were the pioneers that cut it off. You know, the, the thing that we all have to be proud of is when we accomplish something in a business that's really hard right. for longevity. Uh, you obviously deserve credit for being here as long as you've been. Uh, you're right. We haven't always seen eye to eye, and you're still a nitwit and a dope. Uh, but... <laughs> I still feel you overdressed from time to time. <laughs> no, right, you know, thank you, hey, hey, Angelo, let me just say We're this. shaking hands right now, people. I know. This is a little squirmy yeah, for me. Feud, oh, Sirianni's going to cry. Al, <laughs> right, the feud is uh, that Howard, thanks for everything. Really. Now, thank you, and good luck wherever you may fall. I'm writing and, a book. You'll be in it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Which chapter will that two, be? 215-592-9494. Two, <laughs> Lots of your calls when we come back, I promise. WIP Sports Time 916. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. This isn't a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Team of tax attorneys they've put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund. 
refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses. And they can help you too. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those that took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies. Just go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Welcome back at 923, Johnson. That was sincere. That was beautiful. And I got to say something. Having come so close and not gotten another one on Sunday, it makes me appreciate that much more what Doug Peterson gave this city. Absolutely. Because he gave us the ultimate gift, a Super Bowl championship, and he is even more now. Uh, beloved by me, at least, mm-hmm. for, for bringing that to and us. how beloved is he for giving you that play to Andy Reid? Uh, well, you know what, Reid? <laughs> if I were he and I were uh, let go by an organization, I could get him back, I would have done it. So oh, yeah, I, I know you would have done, done it. it. <laughs> but there are so many people here that I will not be able to bring up today. My good friend, hmm. Dr. John Scalard, who runs yep. Chestnut Hill Hospital, yep. he is the greatest. Uh, uh, Dave Helfrick, a guy who has been part of our Oh, my God, our, our promotion PR. director. He, he, he does not look like he's aged a day it's, since it's he really stopped upsetting. doing... It's really upsetting. Since he stopped doing the wing ball. The wing ball aged him, and then he got away from it, and now he's fine again. And all the other great advertisers we have here, Steven Singer, Paul Ritter is here, uh, the great people. I just, you know, I wish we could get more. Pete Cherokee from Chickens and Pizza. Uh, Ray Panacci from Novacare wanted to say he wanted to be here, but uh, but he had a meeting. I understand that, and I did want to acknowledge longtime sponsors who I have done their spots for for many years that have mm-hmm. been incredibly loyal to our station and to me. And that's MHS Lift, Andy and Brett Levin. And, guys, thank you so much for, for being a part of what we do for so long. Brett, thank you. Uh, Angelo, thank you. Uh, we've been with you for 15 years. Wow. And the, the MHS Lift brand has grown tremendously because of what you and, and, and how you've done it for us. And we are so grateful for you. We wish you luck. Um, in your retirement, and you're going to have a, a great life going forward, but we're going to miss you, and, and thank you very much uh, from the bottom Brett, of our hearts. Brett, thank you, and here's Andy. Andy? Yeah, I just want to say that I get asked all the time, how do you measure ROI on being on the radio? And I, my answer is always the same. I have no idea, but Angelo is worth every penny. Really? All right, <laughs> thank can you I so tell much. You, could we're you guys grateful. help me with something? Because I've faked it for 15 years. What the hell's a pallet jack? Oh, oh my God! I never, Johnson. I no. never knew. No, you went. You were I going out the on copy, top. and I would go. Oh, and you want great pallet jacks? <laughs> well, you figured it out. I did. People buy them from I, us all the time. Thank do. you very much, guys. Andrew. Thank you. I have been. Uh, it has been an honor to be associated with the winners like you guys. And and I met your dad, Bob, who put the whole thing and got it started. And he is a great gentleman too. Thank you so much for your loyalty to us. That's spectacular stuff. <laughs> Ava Graham, the word has reached me that you have a very brief love seat. Is I do that have a, correct? I do have a brief love seat. Yes. And if uh, everybody's in, hanging out in here, just give me a moment here. Uh, today, Cindy Webster is on the love seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. I'm going to pass the microphone off to David Yagaroff, Senior Vice President, Market Manager of Odyssey Philadelphia. 
Thanks so much, Ava. Cindy, we just want to say thank you for all of your hard work. You orchestrated this event. You have been an invaluable asset to this last year for the Angela Cataldi and the morning show. So congratulations. Flowers for you. That's awesome, David. Thank you so much for doing that. She has been integral to our success. Cindy, we love you. And I don't know how you got all these people to say nice things. I know some of them still hate me. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. You know I love everyone in this room, and I really appreciate everything. Well, Cindy, thanks. Let me try to grab some calls here. I know we see all the way here from uh, Tokyo mm -hmm. is Marissa. We're going to get her up here in a minute. But one of our legends is Mark from Outlaw. Hi, Mark. Angelo, it's finally come to this, my friend. It's the end, Mark. Angelo, let me tell you something. First of all, you're more than a talk show host to me. Uh, you're my friend. We've become friends through these years. We broke bread together. We went out to dinner together. Uh, I went to your house, and we watched Eagle games together. And I want to ask you, do you remember this particular time? We went, me and you, this guy who owned the barn, he let us come to his barn, and we climbed these, this ladder, this ladder up to get this theater seat. Theater seats. Oh, the seats. Yes, Mark, I have those seats. Yes, and we, we climbed the ladder, and you told me you, you were afraid of heights. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanted the seats, and I got an amazing deal on the seats. <laughs> they were from a real theater that, like, yes. people had sat in watching, like, movies in the 40s and Mark, or the 50s. He wasn't afraid of heights. He was just too lazy to go up there. No, I even uh... know. Mark, help me. He was my muscle. I, I, Mark, I, I forget. It's amazing all these things that happen that don't remain in your brain. Thank you for helping me with that. Hey, Ange, real quick. I, you know, I remember one thing. Um, when you guys first started out, it was you, Al Morgani, and Tony Bruno. And I remember, man, you guys, when you first started out, yeah. when you first started out, after your shows, you would go to places like Ruby Tuesdays oh, to yeah. meet people. And I, the first time I met you, Angelo... You were at a Getty gas station pumping gas, meeting <laughs> your listeners. And, and, and they would pay us like $100 to do that for two hours. Yeah. And we did oh, it. Well, no worries. And we oh. were saying then, Al, wow, this is a pretty good gig. Yeah. Now yes. we and would you, judge more. Let's be honest. <laughs> and, and you had an hour show with a guy by the name of Ron Reed once uh, a week. Ron Reed. Ron Reed. That was a morning sports page. Oh. Ron Reed. He had the best voice, but he was mic shot. So he would, Mark, he would come on, and this guy could out-talk all of it. He was the funniest guy we ever worked with at the Inquirer. And the mic would come on, and he would start going, Yeah, not no, good. Really? He couldn't do it. He was just nervous in front of a mic. He could have oh, been man. a superstar. Mm. He has uh, passed on since then, but he was great. Mark, thank you for all you've done for our show. I can't thank I'll you call, enough. I'll call you tomorrow, Andy. All right, buddy. See you all later. Right, thank you, Mark. Uh, uh, with us right now, this is my bad. You know, it had to happen on a Thursday, Al, because that was the day <laughs> oh, every yes. week when the Grand Imperial Pooba, the legendary Stan Hockman, would come on our show, and his wonderful wife, Gloria, is here right now. Hi, Gloria. Hi, it's great to be here. Oh, my God. I Did he like being here. the Pooba? He loved being the Pooba. Right. And right before he died, he said, tell Angelo that I thank him so much for giving me a chance at a second career. Well, <laughs> please know this, Gloria. Um, I owe him more than he owes me. People loved the Poobah segment. 
and he brought to us knowledge we didn't have and class we will never have. He was one of a kind. And opinions he wasn't afraid to express. No, no, he wasn't. And you know what? And he was funny as anything. My goodness, oh, was he funny. Bria, all these years later, yeah. somebody emailed me this week and said... He was just amazing. And if, if he were here today, he would say this city is losing so much by your retirement. Well, And no. he, he said, I always tell the truth. You know me, I, I know always tell the truth. But what we lost when he left us is something that will never be replaced. Yeah. He was truly the voice that people wanted to hear the most after a game. He was. And he was yeah. great on our show. And his columns were masterful. They were, they were poetry. They were brilliant. And, and no one has ever replaced them, and nobody ever will. Oh, no. I, you know, I d did a book with all of his uh, columns and remarks in it. Not all, but many of them. And I read one chapter every night before Aww. I go to bed. Wow. He stayed so, with you, didn't so he? he stays with me. And, and I miss him every minute. It's been almost eight years. But uh, wow. I know he wish he were here today. He would have well, a lot to say. Well, he's up <laughs> looking down on us. And uh, all I could say is uh, his contribution was one of the greatest things we had under 33 years on the show. Well, Ed Rendell said that he knew Stan was on the air, like, on Thursdays around 7.20. Right. And he would clear his calendar <laughs> because he wanted to hear what Stan would have to say. Is that great? <laughs> That's really, the ultimate tribute. Really yeah. amazing. Gloria, thank you. You are an amazing woman, a great writer in your own right, and thank you for being a part of this today. And thank you for giving so much to this city. Thanks. Uh, you've changed Gloria, the whole awesome. sports landscape. You're awesome. Wish you good luck and all your pursuits. I saw your grandchildren, so I know you're going to be very beautiful busy. beautiful or what? Fabulous. They do not have any of my genes, and that's why they turned out that good. Believe me, that's the reason. Thank you, Gloria. I love you. Thank Let's you. go to Gordon in Florida next. Hi, Gordon. Hey, Angelo. Thanks I'm for so hanging on all this time. I'm, I apologize. It's been a crazy morning. No problem, brother. Look, I'm so glad to be able to talk to you. I, I want to explain to you what it's like from just a normal guy who listens to you. All right, I'm not a super fan. I call when I can, okay? But here's what it is, man. You were the soundtrack for our life. Um, we had a radio in the kitchen, and um, I'm a single parent. I work for Local 19, and uh, Local 8 is a part-time job. After four hours sleep, I wake up in the morning. You know, first thing I do is put that radio on. And, you know, there's Big Daddy. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'll be on at the radio because I don't agree with what he thinks musically, you know, who he thinks the best guitar player is. And then the next thing that happens is the dulcet tones of Al Borganti. <laughs> and, I mean, Al is just amazing. The stuff he knows and talks about, the places he's been, he's amazing. Dude. Hello, he's your best, everybody. He, he's your side <laughs> man, okay? Yeah. And then the next thing you know, here comes Angelo, man. And you're the voice of the people, dude. You know, like, and then I'm not alone. You know, like, so no matter what's going on in my life, WIP's in the background. My kids know this. You know, I told my daughter to retire. She goes, boy, I can picture his voice. He was always going in the kitchen. He said, that's the normal person who can only call in once in a while. You know, like, I won the Phillies trip with you guys down to, uh, wow. to uh, spring training, you know, for 48 hours. And Cindy Webster was just the greatest fan. You know, our plane ended up not being able to take off. And we just jumped on the next plane to Florida and it ended up in West Palm Beach. We rented wow. a car and drove up to Tampa to you guys, right? Because we only have 48 hours. That was Friday. So 
took care of all the costs for all that, man. She met us. She was just the greatest. The hotel was great. You know, I got to sit there with you at the stadium, man. I have pictures of you and I. Uh, me with Cliff Lee. Me with Ben Francisco. <laughs> but, wow, you know, Gordon. those Thank are special you. times, Gordon. man. This is, um, I-, I can't even, I'm, I'm speechless. You render me speechless. Uh, you guys made us what we are, and I can't thank you enough. Could you name for us a famous person that called into this show? Well, I remember when you and Brookie way back, I'm pretty sure John Madden called them. John Madden absolutely called there. Wow. You stay right there. No, when Brookie was here, his last show was 34 of the biggest names in <laughs> sports. That will not happen here tomorrow. No. <laughs> I can assure you that. John, so where are we right now in our contest? All right, in addition to John Madden, we have Jason Kelsey, Stephen A. Smith, Brian Dawkins, Charles Barkley, Dick Vermeil, Eagle Shirley, Ray Liotta, Joe Frazier, and Barack Obama. We got room. Barack Obama, our president. Ava's judging that. We're going to take all you guys on hold. I'm sorry I can't give you more time. Marissa is here right now. Marissa, can we just, I want to just say hi to you. You're all the way here from Tokyo. How you making out? You thought today would be a parade, right? I know, Angelo. It's, it's heartbreaking, but um, seeing you here, being able to be with you on this special day, I am so honored. Thank you for having me here. Well, you know, thank you, Marissa. You've been such a big part of what we did. I just wish uh, you would come all this way for a parade. It's all right. We love you. We love you too, Angelo. Thank you, Marissa. And I got my man, a music director, Skip Denenberg, is here. Get over here, Skip. Skip has prepared a song for us, ah. and I don't want you to miss the Conklin song because it's unbelievable. But this is our music director, Skip Denenberg. And Skip, thank you for coming back. I haven't seen you in a while. It's great to see you return to us today. I couldn't miss the uh, the chance to sing your praises once again, buddy. I love hearing it. Skip, ladies and gentlemen, special song prepared by a good friend, Skip Denenberg. Let's hear it, Skip. Well, he's got to well, get. Here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Thank you. Well, every morning you're at work before the rooster crows. Chestnut Hill with no driving skills. How you get here? Heaven knows. Luckily, there ain't that many cars out on the road. But we're sure gonna miss you when you go. Now, you and your pal Bentley can't spend more time on your couch. As long as you still feed him, he won't care when you're a grouch. Yeah, he'll disappear when he hears the expletives you shout but we're sure gonna miss you when you go we should consider ourselves lucky you could have left us sooner we gotta thank spike eskin and his heimlich maneuver think of all the co-hosts and the interns you've inspired who be moved to tears after all these years knowing that you have retired and that goes for several program bosses who got fired and we're sure gonna miss you when you go now you're off on what you call your well-deserved vacation leaving a few of your crew with Calls for consternation. We hope that Gail can still prevail without too much medication. 
and we're sure gonna miss you when you go. Yeah, you'll always be remembered. You're too big to forget. And all those happy memories of a host who was the best. Not just like the Lone Ranger riding off into the sunset. Yeah, we're sure gonna miss you when you go. Angelo, we're sure gonna miss you when you go. Thank you. Wow. Skip, thank you so much, man. What a talent. Thank you so much. That meant so much to me. I can't. One last song by Skip. And Skip mm-hmm. has been with us Uh-oh. for so long. The fanatic is here. He's yep. not great radio. He's good, but he's he good is, on the mic. Yep. But he is there and he does it. He is now attempting here to put the headsets on. Oh, That's look not at that. He work. agrees with you on Gannon. Att- boy, does he stink, too. He still smells. Ask him about Jonathan Gannon. What do you think of Jonathan Gannon, fanatic? <laughs> he is banging his head on the table. <laughs> Thank you. And now he's on the floor. Attention, better Jim customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Sign up to your BetMGM account. Click on the Refer a Friend program. Send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state where you use BetMGM. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they're going to re- receive a $50 bonus. So once your friend gets that bet down and the wager is settled, you're going to get a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement. Get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. We are back at uh, 945 on our second to last show here at the WIP Voting Show. And uh, the, uh, I have been encouraged now by the fact that Jay Black has said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jay, Jay Wright has said right. he doesn't miss basketball. No. He said that he has enjoyed retirement. But he's a, he's a good-looking guy. Uh, <laughs> that is That would be a factor. I would say you're probably right about that, Al. Uh, uh, we have here two gentlemen that you'll be hearing in this time slot. Starting on Monday, Mr. Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie. Guys, how are we doing today? We're doing great, Angela. Congratulations. All right, Joe, you have maintained uh, the pressure on Jonathan Gannon, even though he's left. You are laying some blame, a lot of the blame, on what happened at the Super Bowl on him. Is that correct? Uh, Not fully. He gets some. I don't know where you heard. I've been laying a ton of blame. Look, he deserves blame, Angelo, but the players deserve more. The players deserve more. Yeah, I mean, listen, what? scenario would you lay the blame on a defensive coordinator if they scored a touchdown every time in the second half of the Super Bowl? <laughs> At what point would he be to blame if not now? I think the niceties are over, Richie. Let me just say. <laughs> no, I, this is, you Angelo, understand. You're I, absolutely right. I started the show saying that even on my final shows, I'm going to exhibit the same bitterness I had yes. for 33 years. Yeah. You can't come down the field every time. You can't leave receivers wide open on two of the touchdowns and not lay the blame on the coach who is responsible for them. Well, no, I felt yeah. bad for those players because they were not prepared for what they were about to face. Because yeah. the, the, the touchdowns, three touchdowns right. 
that the inception was pre-snap motion and our defenders didn't know what to do. Right. That is a real problem. The fact that the second half was 24 to 11. Right. That Patrick Mahomes was 13 of 14 in the second half. We never slowed him down. No. When it mattered most. And yes, I blame Jonathan Gannon. And I can't believe he's getting off scot-free. Well, he's not. By a lot of people. But I, what, you're not saying, yeah, you're giving him some, but he's not your num- number one target, Joe? What players are, Angelo? Listen, for the, like, there's a couple ways to look at it. First off, there was a possession that started at the five-yard line. So that's number one. No, number two, if the referee doesn't throw a bogus flag, the Eagles defense actually gets off the field. KC kicks a field goal. Eagles are going to get the ball back with a minute and 50 seconds left. They've got a great chance to win the game. I'm not saying Angelo Gannon was horrible. What I am saying, though, is I am disappointed he's not still here because I think he did a good job. Oh, my God. You wanted him back? Yeah, You and I would be killing each other. You will be next week. (laughs) See, this is the thing. I want to start. I want to start. No, he's trying to get us to start yelling at each other. For dissent, even before (laughs) you guys start together. Because, uh, like, Al, would you want to get into this a little bit here? Because you will not be with these guys next week, so attack them now. I'm glad Richie's going to be there. Yeah, me too. That's that's all I can say. I mean, if you absolve this guy, every good quarterback they face, every single one. Yeah. I mean. He's still never beaten any of them. Really? Any of those elite quarterbacks. (laughs) Well, listen, I'm not saying that's a good look, but I'll tell you this. (laughs) Guys. No, it's not a good but, look. But, Angelo, he, fa- he, <laughs> faced, he faced Mahomes, who's an all-timer. Yeah. Right. And the, the Chiefs defensive coordinator and defense gave up m- more points than the Eagles defensive coordinator. All right. That's a fact. Can I just, that guy got to go also? That guy's I'm getting stick. backed up on a million things yeah. here. I just want to <laughs> say, as of next week, your hours change radically, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. How are you preparing for that? Joe is preparing. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe yeah. he's doing a great Apparently job. Apparently, he slept you through are, the Super Bowl. I'm, like, I'm, what do you <laughs> – <laughs> Joe slept through the second and, half. And, I, look, we have totally di- Andrew. We have very different approaches, which I guess is <laughs> okay. maybe part of why our show right. presented to is resonated to an extent. Right. John is prepared, not at all. Yeah, no. I saw a sleep doctor. I've been implementing all sorts of stuff. I, I wear glasses for an hour before I go to bed. It turns my brain off. He shines lights on his face. I wake when he up, wakes up in the morning. Yeah, I wake up. I got this light that like bang. It just hits me for like an hour, and it turns your brain on. I've actually been going to I've actually been going to sleep very early the last six or seven days. You have. Woke up today at three thirty. I feel totally ready to go. All right. So here's the thing, though. There are two different ways you do this. One is you do what I do and go to bed super early and then catch up later. The other one is nap for two or three hours and then that's what I do. Yeah. Kind of, that's what Rhea yeah. does. Which are you doing? Well, I haven't done the nap thing yet because I haven't had to, except for Super Bowl Sunday I did it because right. I knew I needed to stay up later. Look, I think it'll be, for me, it'll be a combination. Ultimately, i got to feel it out to know based on circumstances. When is there a game at night? When is there not? Okay. That sort of stuff. I'll figure it out. It, it, it will. It takes a while no matter how you do it. It's a, it's a different lifestyle. But I'll just say this. Uh, when I, when Brookie left after two years, you would not believe how many people said to me, what do you think you're gonna, your career path will be now? Because it's pretty mm. obvious it won't be radio. Right? <laughs> and and it was, I was in a position of trying to replace Tom Brookshire. All right? You guys do not have that to worry about. And I've said to everyone, just listen to them. You'll find within a few weeks that they're resonating the same way we did and the same way Brookie did before us and Howard Eskin and Steve Fredericks did before them. There's always somebody that can replace everybody, and I'm glad that WIP picked you guys to do it for us. 
Thank well, you, Angela. I appreciate that, really Angela. An wish you nothing but success here. And if not, I'll come back in a year to promote my book, and I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Angela, you be a guest on our show anytime you want. No. And, and let me no just guess that. And no. Angela, nope. let, me, let me just say it, it has been an honor from childhood yep. for me to listen to you. These last six and a half years for us to be working with you at the same station at the same time, and it'll be an honor for us and our whole crew, uh, you know, Monday. And I just want you to know, thank you. And let me just say again, guys, make the last half hour from 930 to 10 good because that's when I'll be up. <laughs> Before that, I'm sleeping in. All right. Guys, okay. thank you and best of luck. Thanks, to you. Thank you. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, James Seltzer, Rhea Hughes, Joe Wechter will be part of the new WIP morning show, which will start in just a few days Ooh. next Monday. Yeah. Real right. quick, Hold Angelo. No, Pete, we got Pete here for Chickens and Pete. Pete, what did you want to say here, bro? Angelo, I, I have to say that this is my third time saying goodbye to you. <laughs> yep. I, I said it once at Chickies. I came in here a couple, like a month ago with my wife. This is the longest retirement that has not started yet well, in history. Well, they kept winning. I, I would have been gone a month ago. I, I understand that, but this, it, the, the way it's, it's been presented has been great. Everybody's wishing you luck. I wish you nothing but luck and happiness and poor Gail. And... <laughs> You know, hopefully we'll be going out to eat a lot more. Yep. But now that you don't have a job, I'm sure I'll be picking up the tab. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that'll be fine with me. Well, you're that's welcome. good because, yeah, I won't have any money. That's, yeah, and I'll probably be able to get a discount, too, because you're of your age. Absolutely. So your... And then I can't bump you on the air, so there's really no, <laughs> no plus side for you. But, Pete. There really is no plus side at that point. <laughs> you're right. Even if you want to hear an actual song. Uh, in a minute, I'm going to play it, and you're in it with the crab fries. All right, so oh, Joe Conklin really did nice. this. But I, I Pete, a, thank to you and all the great you, sponsors and Thanks all the, for the people that are part of this. Now you got to go rapid fire here, Ava. You got to be I, ready. I, right? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going rapid fire. I'm looking for the most famous people that have appeared on our show in the past 33 years. 35, really. Debbie's on the line. Hi, De Debbie is not here. Dylan is. <laughs> Dylan, who's a famous person? Meryl Reese. Meryl Reese, huh? put him down. He was on today. Yeah. Matt, who is famous? Matt, are you there? Thank Not you. there. I'll huh? try Anne Marie. Anne Marie, who I who you got? Charlie Manuel. Charlie Manuel. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, he has refused to be on this show. No, he was oh, on. Stop it. He no. was on. No, that does not count what do you mean? him being a, a vocal. No, no, no. He came in when we first got hired. Yeah, we he, had him on. He came on. We were a, in a we supermarket. A, we a right, remote he's not going to win. I don't like him. <laughs> Matt's here next. Matt, who you got? She just called in a few weeks ago, and I know she's from here, but she's famous now. Colleen Wolf. Colleen oh, Wolf, an intern, yes. She is a host on NFL Network. Denise, you get last crack at this. I love my man, Seth Joyner, Ange. Seth oh, Joyner, Seth, love Seth Joyner. All right, Ava, you look over the list. Joe Conklin put together a song I think is one of the best he's ever done. Here in 90 seconds is 33 years. That's right, I started as a journalist, morphed into antagonist. 33 years of being kissed. Started with Brookshire, finally got a retired three M's. Really early, awesome on Eagles, early made a stink, babbled on beach tags and Avalon drunk, caught you out, shaming Clifford Lenses on your anus. 30, 30, bad rapper, getting drunk to chip snappers, co workers I abuse, immigrant and reuse. 30 years of carrying the station, doing all the work, and my back hurts. 
Wing Bowl, I'll inspect the head producer Joe Wecter. Chris is off in Tokyo, Joji just love on going Sweetie, give me a hug. Conklin, what's another play? Oh, and all the Amagani, even now I'm hating Andy. Fly as Eagle Sixers, Philly. Screw Jolly, after goes he crush him. Crush them all. So chaotic, idiotic, now I gotta pay for crap fries and chickies and peas. It's the end of my show, as I know it. I'll be bored out of my mind, and I know it. Oh, I just knew that Janet was gonna blow it. What a fun farewell. Pure nominee, woohoo, look at me, but my legacy. Singer, pull my finger, big room, super fan, bitchy poo, Miller stand, singing rap, blow call, round this up a Super Bowl, yell and scream, kicking shout, this is how I'm going out. It's the end of my show, and I know it. It's the end of my life, as I know it. I'm gonna count all my money, don't you know it? And I feel fine. Oh, Bentley, come here, boy. Yeah, we're good, boy. Come on, now. Now the City Rhythm Orchestra, the big room at the Box Casino, the Excite Center on April 14th. For tickets, go to joeconklin.com. Ava, yes. it's time to do a wrap. All right. First and foremost, we got to give away some prizes yes. here. So for your toaster, the guest of Ray Liotta, Al Morgani's favorite, is going to get that. For the $50 <laughs> Metro Diner gift certificate, you can go to visit metrodiner.com. Stephen A. Smith. Autograph, limited edition, vintage, Angelo Cataldi bobblehead. Uh, that's going to go to Joe Frazier. Uh, let's see, $50 Visa gift card. Charles Barkley. And Angelo's favorite, number one, Eagles Jalen Hurts replica jersey. You can go to the Eagles Pro Shop. Uh, Barack Obama, President Obama. President to the Barack show. Obama. There was another president uh. who appeared on here. We were doing a show at the Trump Arena. Oh, that's right. And Donald Trump oh, came on. Oh, that's right. We met Two him. presidents yeah. were on. Dave Kosky brought him on. But yeah. both before they became yes. president, once they were president, they wouldn't have a thing to do no. with us. <laughs> Angela, real quick, real yeah. quick. We do have one, a moment here. I'm going to pass the microphone off again to Senior Vice President, Market Manager for Odyssey Philadelphia, David Yageroff. Good morning, Angelo. Hi, Dave. It's been a great show. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. By the way, we're doing another one tomorrow, just so you know, but it'll be at the other studio. It'll be quieter. Tomorrow morning, 94 WIP, 6 a.m. Yes. Um, <laughs> for 30 years, you have set the standard for not only WIP, but Philadelphia Radio and Sports Talk Radio across the country. And on behalf of everybody and our previous leaders and our advertisers and our listeners, I just want to say thank you. But the standard you have set is now has to go a bar higher. So we're going to start a WIP Hall of Fame. And the inaugural inductee is going to be Brookie and the Rookie, Angela Cataldi and Tom Brookshire. Rod wow. Lakin. Wow. Rod has us. Oh, my God. Al, I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, Rod Lakin is our program director. Hi, Rod. Angelo. Brand Thank manager. You. Uh, I mean, thanks for everybody, first of all, for coming. This is amazing. Um, I have a little statement here. It's a quote you'll probably read tomorrow, too, because I just wanted to encaps encapsulate my thoughts on you and your legacy here. And like David said, for three decades, you dedicated yourself to creating a new standard morning drive and sports talk in Philadelphia. And your legacy is one of honesty. No matter how hard the truths or uncomfortable the fallout, I can speak to that myself as brand manager here. Uh, your incomparable focus and dedication to your craft were inspirational to watch firsthand. Thank you for that. And instructional for any host that aspires to follow in your footsteps, Angelo. 
you made this life your art, and you left an indelible impact on WIP and the city of Philadelphia, for which we are all grateful. Thank you. Well, I, I will treasure this. Uh, I've never been in any Hall of Fame, and uh, the only one I'd ever want to be in is WIPs. It's really true. So as my whole life has been part of WIP, and uh, I will treasure this and the memories of 33 years here. Thank you guys so much. It has been a pleasure to be a part of this. I thank you. Ava? Yep. It's time to do a wrap. All right. Line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Somebody uh, was missing today, and uh, I want to be here without him, and that's Big Daddy Graham, my father, who worked with Angelo for years. And I know my mother, Debbie, and my sister, Keely, would want to make sure that he got to say something to you, Angelo. So uh, we decided to do this for line of the day. Later. Later! Call somebody else. <laughs> Love you, Dad. We miss you. Uh, Brought to you by Armand Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armand Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armand Chevrolet Equinox. Find new roads at ArmandChevy.com. Angelo, 52% the whole time. They will never forget the loss of Super Bowl 57. It's going to stick with us forever. There are some people that we have to thank. Studio assistant and producer today, Kyle Quinn. Engineer Dave Breitmeyer. Dave Scalish for setting up everything. Jim Tasman, Bonnie Hoffman, Andrew Porter. Cindy Webster, of course. Wawa for catering. Tasty Cake for the Cake. All our credible sponsors. Chickies and Pete's. Steven Singer, Tasty Cake, Pondley Hockey, MHS List, uh, and MHS Lift, Angelo's incredible family who's here today, Gail, Neil, Caitlin, their grandchildren, everybody's here, uh, David Yagaroff, Dave Skopinich, uh, David, David Field, Field from Odyssey, what'd you say? David Field. Uh, David Field, I know. Don't worry, I won't forget David Field. And uh, everyone here for coming out and celebrating Angelo. He does have one more show left, so make sure you tune in tomorrow on the Odyssey app. You can take it wherever you go. And, of course, producer Joseph A. Wechter, Jr. All right, before we say all right, tomorrow we will be playing some tape that hasn't been heard in 25, 30, 35 years. You'll hear some of the best moments in the history of this show. Thank you all for listening. How did we do today? Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus